from Champaign, Illinois, this is the Jumping the Rail podcast with your hosts, Mark Redmond and Mike Nartolinas. All right, welcome to episode 25 of the Jumping the Rail podcast from Champaign, Illinois. This is Mark Redman, and I am joined once again after a couple episode absence by my buddy, the pain train, Mike Nargelinus. Narge, how's it going, buddy? Often imitated, but absolutely cannot be duplicated. I am back. Oh, I bet it's my phone, Mark. Mark's <laughs> waving around like he's about to land airplanes. Yeah, I, it, my phone, was, I like to hear myself. I do that when I call into radio contest, and all I just want to hear myself. So it's hard to train a listener to call in if you can't do it yourself. Yeah, well, but right. I'm back, baby. That's right. All right, boys, I'm gonna let you little robins fly for today. All right, bye. Yeah. Marco has some pressing issues in his yard with his pool assembly, so he's going to kind of leave us with the uh, keys to the candy store today. I, I heard he was heading out to Chunky Dunk in the pool. Little does he know, the pool's not finished. It's just that's, dirt and sand. So. That's right. Uh, it's just going to be a naked man in the backyard running around in a big tin tub. Yeah, and we've seen that before. <laughs> hey, as long as there ain't sand in the crack of my ass, I'm good. So I've been told to offer a, a brief disclaimer. If you hear swearing, it's probably Marco and his crew outside. If you hear barking, it's our associate producer, Scrappy, who is going to be basically panicking the whole time. The biggest rat I've ever seen. I don't know where he's at. Well, that's... He was on the he was on the bed, but I think he went to the other I, room. He was sleeping on this picture of Virgil. Oh, that's the disrespectful meat, to the Virgil. The meat sauce king. That's just disrespectful to Virgil. But uh, I guess on it, we're going to start with a with a note. Or uh, I don't know if he's on yet. Let's swipe left and look here. I was going to say I can't tell. There's a delay on the. Oh, David Cavazzo says the volume's low. Hmm. How do we fix that, Mark? I don't know. We're not the producers. <laughs> Our engineer has fled. David, I suggest you turn your volume up, sir. <laughs> we, we will talk louder. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll make a text. Yeah, there we go. Uh, but yeah, we're going to offer some good thoughts at the start of the show. Our frequent listener, friend of the show, Dwayne Carter, had a uh, had a passing in his family. We want to give him our good thoughts and uh, condolences. And uh, I didn't, uh, I didn't know uh, his cousin. I think you did. Mark? I did. Yeah, he was a customer at uh, one of my former employers, and got to know him real well. And even years after I left, he'd stop in and say hello. So, yeah, you know, to uh, you know, good thoughts out to Dwayne and his entire family on the passing of his cousin. Yeah, so uh, yeah, echoed from me also. So, uh, so Dwayne, we I see you're on your listing. So, uh, good thoughts to you, buddy. And uh, with that, let's get into some wrestling talk, Narge. We're doing this OG style. No guests, no co-hosts. It's just you and me like we do at the bars, pissing off our wives. Yeah, so we won't be interrupted by the guy who knows nothing about it. Right. We might be interrupted by his dog, which we're used to. His, his dog's went, oh, shit, he's back. I thought we got oh, rid no. of him. He's back. All right, stop talking about him. <laughs> <laughs> but, we're, well, not, we're not loud enough, that's apparently, what the, Mark. That's what we were told. Oh. Uh, so let's get into it, uh, Narge, and uh, it's going to be kind of an AEW-heavy show today. There's a couple things from the other companies to talk about. Yeah, nothing but, wrong uh, with that. No. I'm going to turn this picture of Jim Cornette down then. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, while we talk about <laughs> AEW. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, might, he's he been surprisingly complimentary of some of the people in AEW lately, though. Has he? Yeah. Right. Here and there. 
But uh, I guess the biggest thing to talk about is the new king of AEW and the uh, the top heel in the company all of a sudden is uh, the instant classic, Christian Cage. It's about time he's being used correctly. And what I like is the long-term storytelling here. Oh, yeah. he, he really built a story for how he came in and where how we got here. With MJF being out, somebody had to pick up that slack. Yeah. And he, I mean, some of the stuff he's doing, you know. Oh, the pros? You're like, you're like oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, he, he basically called Jeff Hardy a drunk. Right. He hit on Jungle Boy's mom. Hit on Jungle Boy's mom. Talked about his dad, Luke Perry. Good thing he's dead. All the, I mean, just crazy oh, yeah. stuff. He turned his best friend into an evil dinosaur. Hey, uh, guys, after you hear my voice, if you think it's still too low now, let me know because I've adjusted everything. Quit interrupting us. We're talking about <laughs> dinosaurs, damn it. And Luke Perry. And Luke yeah. Perry. The man How who rude. made Lane Frost famous. Kept the peach pit in business. Uh, I hate to, I hate to tell, you, <laughs> tell you this there, but Lane Frost was already fucking famous. I never heard when of, they do when they do no, a biopic when they do a biopic of Hulk Hogan and you make the same statement about the actor making Hulk Hogan famous. That's, that's Thor. Then we'll talk. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. What, is that his name? Thor. Then yeah. we'll Chris, talk. But uh, I didn't know who Lane Frost was until I saw the video for the dance by Garth Brooks. Well, that's on you, not me. I was like nine, <laughs> so I didn't watch Rodeo. All right, we're hitting peaks here. Anybody responding to tell us if it sounds good? Let's no, see. my wife texted that they're having corn dogs for dinner though, so hey. I think I'm going to have to hop off here and head home. Just have Kyler bring you some on his bicycle or something. It's not a bad idea. Right? I think we're good. I don't see any complaints. I think we're okay. And we're not distorting either because we're hitting red line, and that's what I'm worried about. Right. You never want that if you don't yeah. need it. No, we're good. Dwayne, Dwayne's chiming in, Mark. Dwayne, I hope you heard us at the top of the hour. We offer our condolences to you Sincerely, and brother. We're really sorry to hear about that. Do we think Christian has gone too far with his comments? Absolutely not. Hell no. I love it. No. Um, I mean... You know, people said that about MJF. I really think Christian has ramped it up even more than MJF. His he, delivery is so good. Sorry, Mark, go. Uh, the funny thing is, and I didn't even put the math together until I think I was listening to Busted Open, and Bully said, nobody's talking about MJF anymore Mm-mm. with Christian doing what he's doing. Like MJF was the biggest story in the wrestling for about two or three weeks. And then once Christian started doing his thing, nobody's talking about him anymore. No, and I thought about that on the way here. Like, you know, I think the whole thing is a sham. And anyway, I think he's still signed. What I'm wondering is maybe he's nursing some injuries. Possibly. You know, and this is their way. Hey, all of a sudden he's going to come back. I mean, Wardlow kind of mentioned him on, I don't remember if it's a YouTube he show or. He didn't mention it by name in his promo, but he's talked about his people he worked with, I think. It was something like that. Something like that. Yeah, they're all, they're kind of dancing around it. But they yeah. needed a solid heel that isn't goofy like the Bucks or, right. you know. So, and Christian's doing a great job. Yeah. Uh, Can I tell you what I think needs to happen? Everybody's talking about Punk and Moxley for the uh, AEW championship. After what we've seen out of Christian the last month, I want to see him beat Moxley for that interim world title and then take that and wrestle Punk. I wouldn't mind it with uh, Luchasaurus as the muscle. Yeah. Luchasaurus is not great in the ring. And I've even booked it. Have the match at, I'm guessing they were saying, well, I don't know how long Punk's out, but theoretically all out, I think they're doing in Chicago. Yeah. But have Christian against Punk, and on the pay-per-view, that's when you get Jungle Boy back. Oh, have him yeah. distract Cage, Punk gets the win. But And I told you this on Saturday when we were hanging out in just socially. When Jungle Boy comes back, he needs a big change. He needs he needs to grow up now. Now, I like Jungle Boy. I think loaded with talent, great. You had a cool look. You know, It worked with the tag team. Yep. He doesn't have the tag team anymore. 
So he needs to change it up, change his gear up, I think. He doesn't need to cut all of his hair off, but he needs to cut his hair because it's a little too billowy, you know. Right. We know a thing or two about hair. <laughs> yeah. But but and I think he needs to lose the Jungle Boy name. I think he needs to just go to being Jack Perry. Or add Jack Perry to his name. Maybe Jungle, Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Like Jim Ross has called him. Yeah, I think he called him Jungle Jack Perry, which isn't a bad name. No, I don't mind that at all. I think the only piece he's missing is he needs a mouthpiece. And I hate to say that for a baby face, but he is not great yeah. on the mic. Yeah. And if she wasn't with the Dark Order, his girlfriend's with the Dark Order. Yeah, uh, Anna J would be fantastic with him. I mean, at that point, you don't even need a mouthpiece. I mean, look. He's at, got eye candy. You've got eye candy with you. Yeah, so I, I love it. I think he's he's poised to be... Yeah, I mean, he's one of the four pillars, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like he's one of the ones, he's been pushed the least. I hate saying that because he's a tag team champion, but when you look at Britt Baker, MJF, and Sammy Guevara. Right. And Darby. And Darby, he's he's the bottom of that list as right. far as big time moments, uh, storylines, things like that. And probably consistently the best worker out of the group. Oh, I'd say so. In the ring, he's, you know, his ring work speaks yeah, for itself. Absolutely. I mean, you know, MJF's M- ring work is... It's okay. It's okay. He's not a bad worker. He just he, doesn't stand out. He's a mic guy. He's a mic guy. MJF's the talker. Sammy's the flyer. Darby's the crazy risk taker. Jungle Boy's the technician, I would yeah, say. And Britt's the... Uh, Britt's the lady. She's the eye candy. The and lady. I don't want to sound like a chauvinist there, but... No, and Britt's fantastic. I mean, Britt is, is is the best female wrestler on the roster, in my opinion. Absolutely. I, I know you like Serena. and uh, I like Serena in the ring, yeah. but Britt's got the total package. She's got the promo. She can do the work in the ring. She's got the look. I thought you were talking about Adam Cole. She's got that, too, <laughs> baby. <laughs> I don't know about Adam Cole's total package. And that's just uncomfortable to say. Moving on. But, but yeah, I could see Jungle Boy should. I think he should have been the TNT champion already. Yeah, I don't, you know, I th- I think I could see, so what's that new belt called? The Worldwide the Atlantic all, thing? The All-Atlantic <laughs> Championship. Uh, I can see Jungle, uh, you know, Pac, what, or Pac, or what, what are we Pac. calling him these days? Pac. Yeah. Okay, Pac, Pac-Man. Yeah, Pac-Man. <laughs> um, Over, overdue for him to get a title, by the way. Is he a baby face? Is he a tweener? He's, he's a baby face right he's now. He's a baby face. Right. He's doing the thing with the uh, Death Triangle. Yeah, uh, you know, the, 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 so I love AEW, right? Yeah. It's very convoluted at this point. There's so many. Gr- Eddie Kingston's here, and then he's here. Pac is here. There's people with multiple factions going at once. Penta and his third gimmick of his name is here. Right. Some of that's hard to keep track of. A little bit. Well, I mean, for instance, was it two weeks ago? They had Danhausen out, and he needed partners. What the hell does he need a partner for? He, he's he's with got the Hook. best friends. But yeah, but he's with Hook. He's got Hook too. So yeah. where the hell's Hook? Hook hasn't been on TV in a month. <laughs> he's back in Rampage Limbo. So, but. I mean, I'm not going to ever complain to see FTR on TV, but you know what I really wanted to see? No, I love FTR. Um, Not to cut you off because I was thinking about it earlier. I really wanted to see Mr. Ass, ass, Daddy Ass, stick with the acclaimed. I love the acclaimed. I love everything about him. I love the rap. I know you're big on. uh, I'm big on Bowens. Bowens. And I like Caster. Um, What? My Murray runes around the house and it says "scissor me, daddy" all the oh, time, God. and I, I don't correct no. him. So we we do no, the you have to thing. Co- you have to correct him. <laughs> so he does. He'll he'll Tell run up. He'll give, home. Me the, he'll give me the scissors and he'll be like, "Yeah." So we do it. You know, he does not call me daddy ass though. That's good. Yeah, that's a good thing. Probably. Don't have ask- you have you looked at Billy Gunn's boys? Yes, one. Boys? Yeah, Das boys. <laughs> one looks exactly like him. The tall one. Yes. Yes. I mean, exactly. Without all the muscle mass. Right. And the other one looks kind of, I mean, I get that he's their dad, but it's just weird. You, you see him out there and you can like, 
I don't know. It's very strange. Some people look like their kids and some don't, but they are. Uh, they're pretty spot on, but they're not hitting the gym quite like daddy ass. No, they're in decent shape, but yeah, I mean, nobody has a physique like Billy Gunn in AEW, which is saying something because he's like 30 years older than most of the roster. Oh, look at this. All right, Floyd Fisher, welcome to the show. Hello, Floyd, Floyd Fisher, huge independent wrestling fan. Not a bad idea, Redman. He's following up with you. He said he wants to see uh, Jungle Boy come back. Basically say, you got your wish. Jungle Boy's dead. I'm Jack Perry, and I'm going to kick your ass. Perfect. And then just go to town on Christian, man. Yeah. That, that's, that's, you know, they complain AEW bleeds too much, but I think that's one right there. Those yeah. guys could They could have a good down. blood. That's a blood feud in the making. I I wouldn't mind seeing it. That's something similar to Cody and Dustin. That, I think it's one of the best blood matches we've had. I mean, yeah. these guys, Christian literally took him under his wing and drug him on, and that backstory is what helps for me, that right. Christian really put it all together. They, they so. could have done that with Cody and MJF early on. Oh yeah, I mean they were they were buddies. They had, they had the one match, and then yeah. they they were done. It didn't make any sense to me. A lot of what Cody did in AEW didn't make any sense. And that's I true. think I don't know whose fault that is. I, I think a lot of that falls on Cody. I hate to say it. I don't know if that's a Tony thing. I think Cody had a lot to do with his booking. Yeah, I think Cody kind of became a mark for himself. Yeah, and I think this going to WWE is going to humble him a little bit. I think so. You know, right? He's hurt. He's out right now. Yeah. When he comes back, I think at some point he will win the world title. Oh yeah, definitely. But I, I don't see him staying at that level. I just, you know, Vince, if Vince stays in power, and that's a whole other thing we won't get into. But right. do you really see him, you know, is there some, is there a part of Vince that's like, you know, you, you, all right, Cody, you left. You know, is, right. there, is there any bad blood? Vince will do work with people. I, I think Vince would say, okay, let's put it on you and see how you do. And if he does well, if he's a draw, then maybe they'd run with it. But, I mean, for a... For a brief pop, I would I would say they'd put the belt on him. Oh yeah, but, uh, WWE fans seem to love him a lot more than AEW fans. So, right, I mean they're not throwing the weight belt back at him. <laughs> no, it is hot in here. It's a little toasty. Mark keeps this house on like ninety two. Can we turn that fan on, or is I'm it going to mess with the sound? I don't know. Who cares? It's our show. I'm going <laughs> to do it. Hang on. Imagine Marco's got us on the live feed on his phone, and he's going to hear the waves roaring and come charging back in. Off. Right. Wait a there we go. Two. Is that the low one? I, that might be the low one, but we'll go with it. We'll see how it goes. So we talked a little bit about championships. We got a uh, staying on the AEW tip. We got a uh, we got a new TNT champion in uh, the War Dog last week. I I don't know how I feel about. It. I'm not sure I love it. No, it, it feels a bit rushed. I, you know, they, they've kind of compared him to Goldberg, and that's really what I see this as is when Goldberg beat Raven. I'll, I can do you one better. Go. Last Wednesday was July 6th. What else happened on July 6th back in the day? Well, I got hired at Wood Forest. <laughs> Not July you. 6th. Okay. I don't know. You got to fill me in then. <laughs> that is the night in 1998 when one William Goldberg beat one Terry Bollea for the WCW World Championship. In the Georgia Dome. In the Georgia Dome. I wonder if Tony knew that. He's like, <laughs> he's my Goldberg. I got to put a belt on him. That's, I do a horrible Tony Khan impression. but he. Uh, it could be. Uh, Dwayne, I agree with you. I like Wardlow, too. I think Wardlow is everything that Goldberg wanted to be, but I better. I Wardlow. And I love Goldberg, but Wardlow can cut a promo. He's a better athlete. I think he's a better athlete. I think the fans just, they really enjoy him. I mean, he's got this likable personality. 
I wish they wouldn't do the Goldberg chant for him, though. They need to make him make him an individual. Well, not only that, but they were leading him into the ring with police for a couple of weeks. Now I think they kind of get rid of that. But are, are they still filming him coming from the back, or did they get rid of that? I think they got rid of that. Okay. But, I mean, it was it was a total Goldberg homage for weeks. Yeah. Um, I always said he reminds me more of Batista than Goldberg. I could see, yeah, I could see that for sure. But kind of like a happy medium between the two. Uh, I liked Scorpio Sky as the TNT champion. Yeah, I hate seeing him being a transitional champion. He's kind of been the guy that they, I don't know, He it, it's early on AEW, but you could kind of consider him the Dolph Ziggler. And you saw Ziggler come out last night, but he's kind of yeah. the guy, hey, let's put Scorpio in there. They'll have a good match with him. So, yeah. Hey, did you notice we kind of got mentioned on Busted Open this morning? I might have missed it. I was listening. <laughs> Not by name, but no. they were talking about Dolph and Theory and what's going on with them because for those that missed it, uh, Dolph just happened to be ringside during the main event, and afterwards he screwed Theory out of a win, then super kicked him as the showing off the air. Yeah, what was the point? Of, I, so I fell asleep before that. What was the point of him being out there? I don't know. Nobody knows. So he was a dirty dog. He was a dirty dog. Then now he was an XT. Yeah, now he's a besuited veteran who was sitting ringside. <laughs> And a baby face again. And, a, and apparently a baby face. What I, the hell's rude? <laughs> he's working with Veer. <laughs> he's trying to polish him up. But I had a thought at work. I, I listen to Busted Open at work, and then I can't call in, which I wish I could. So I always went up tweeting Bully or whoever with my thoughts, and I never hear back anything because, you know, why would they? And uh, But I, I started tweeting under the Jumping the Rail Twitter page, and I had a thought where... Have you seen the movie Bull Durham? Uh, bits and pieces of it. That is not my favorite Costner baseball movie. So, But you're familiar with the plot, basically. Uh, yeah. I think that that's a route they can go with this. They could have Dolph be the Crash Davis and have Theory be the cocky rookie nucleouche Tim Robbins. Okay. And have Dolph just, like, teaching him. Like, maybe have, like, where Vince says, I, I'm not going to be with you all the time, so I'm putting you with Dolph, pal. Could this, could this be like tough love from Dolph Ziggler? Maybe yeah. we don't have a baby face Dolph, right? It's uh, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking it's just tough love Dolph. It's like the, the, uh, the line from the movie, I remember, from the first scene with them together, it was like a bar fight thing. And at the end, Costner tells Tim Robbins, don't think, it only hurts the ball club. <laughs> and I'm th- I think that's where they could go with this. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, don't get full of yourself. Don't get cocky. Just it's like you're too good to be cocky kind of thing, you know? Yeah, I'm, it's 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 not a bad idea at all. I guess for me, it's it's just another piece in the puzzle, though, with him having the briefcase. Mm-hmm. So if he cashes in, is he? You know, I mean, what happens there if he wins? Because I know somebody called into busted open yesterday, and his mm-hmm. idea was for basically Roman and Brock to both be down. Um, theory cashes in; it's last man standing. So he just, just stands there. I like it. And then the guy suggested that Paul Heyman aligns himself with theory and at first bully and mark hated it Mm -hmm. then they came back from the break and mark henry loved it he said well that that's what paul Heyman does he aligns himself with the champion the champion makes the money yeah and Um, uh Heyman was with theory on on the stage last night apparently i I missed the first like 10 minutes of the show i saw that picture on social media so and maybe they're planting the seeds for that uh Dwayne's all over the place. Every Dwayne, time I look down, he's asking questions. Dwayne asks, is Vicky Guerrero still in AEW? Haven't seen her in a while. She is still with AEW. Nyla still, She's right? still with Nyla, I think, yeah. Who, who is being grossly misunderused. Yes. So. Misunderused. That's a double negative. So she was being used? Under, under, <laughs> underutilized. There you go. There you go. I, I've told you how I'd use 
Not what? Not stamp. Easy. Ah, back Easy. It back it up. I, I'm not using Nyla for anything. Um, we won't get into that. But I would like to see Nyla and Jade at some point. But again, I think you need a baby face Jade for that. And it's right. not coming. Speaking of, back to AEW, we're jumping around. The baddies. What happened to Velvet? Red Velvet? Yeah. Is she hurt? I don't know, because it's been uh, Kira Hogan. It's been Kira and... Uh, the new very attractive lady. I don't remember her name, but I'm uh, a fan. Stokely called her an interim baddie, which makes me think the Velvet's coming back. Okay. And that's what I wonder. I haven't seen Velvet in weeks. Right. I think she got hurt. So, all right. But uh, I don't know that. But uh, yeah, I'm, Stokely's doing a hell of a job in his brief time with AEW, I think. Yeah. He's the, a more convincing mouthpiece for Jade than Smart Mark Sterling Smart Mark, was. who's... They really didn't address that. He just kind of moved on, and he's with right. Tony Nese. And Much the it. way Sonny just went away from Farouk, and yeah, <laughs> he's part of the nation. Somewhere else. You know, I wouldn't... Mark Sterling, I mean, I know he's buddies with Cardona and Myers and them, so I'm kind of surprised that hasn't got... Or Tony's not tried to use that. I know Cardona's hurt, but right. maybe Matt's just enjoying the Indies and doesn't want to sign a deal. I think Cardona's having the time of his life right now. I mean, he's still under contract to Impact. But Is he? Okay. Yeah. But, you know, he's just hurt, so he's out for a bit. But I'm hoping that uh, he, I hope he keeps doing what he's doing because what he's doing is fucking awesome. Oh, he was one of the best parts of 2021 for sure. Yeah, he was my heel of the year. And for, I mean, and his wife, she just, Chelsea, she's fantastic too. I, I mean, what I loved about her is on Impact there for a while, she was the baby face. Mm-hmm. Then you go to like GCW in the Indies and they are the throwing Uber shit deal. at her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. So. And now she's just kind of embraced it in Impact now. Is she a heel there now, too? She's a heel there. She's a heel in the NWA. I knew that. Okay, I knew NWA. I haven't watched a whole lot of Impact. I mm-hmm. try to catch it when I can again. It's still... But I'll tell you what, and we've talked about this on the show. Anytime I watch Impact, I am entertained. Man, it's... Honestly, I think like Bell to Bell, like for the time that they're on, that's probably the best put-together wrestling show on TV right now. I love it. they got Tom Phillips down there. They've got... Right. Um, who's... they got Aiden English, Matt Rewalt. That's right. He's doing it. Right. Um, my only complaint, and it's been the same complaint with Impact since before COVID, is the presentation. Mm-hmm. It's dark. It looks like they got 20 fans in the building. You know, I, I don't need old, you know, with all. I, I, just, I think they should shake that up just a little bit. The ring works great. Yeah. Figure out a present, a different presentation of some yeah. kind. So. And they need a better TV platform than Access TV because not everybody TV. gets access. No. Yeah. That's yeah. always been. Kudos to Impact, though, for being around, what now, 20 years or 25, 20 years? something yeah, like that? they just had their 20th anniversary. And just bouncing around from bum-ass TV station to bum-ass TV station. I mean, they were on, what, Destination. They were Destination then... America. They were on, <laughs> uh, I think, the TV Guide channel. Were they, they were on Spike for a minute? They were on Spike for a few years. Yeah. They were on Fox Sportsnet at, at first when That's they first started right. Impact. Because <laughs> I used to watch it at, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon when it was on. Or when I was at the bar, they'd rerun it. Saturday nights. Uh, on after what was that talk show with all the four the guys? Best damn the ca- sports show period. That's it with all the dudes sitting on the couches. Dwayne says he lost interest in Impact. Dwayne, you're missing out, buddy. For real, Dwayne. And I'm not a huge, you know, I I don't keep up with Impact, but the ring work is just it's always fun to see. Yeah. They they they're going out of their way to put on a good product. Yeah. Plus they got Sammy Callahan back now. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, he teamed up with Moxley over the weekend. He's he's a little guy though. But man, he's tough. He's he's yes. like a, he's like a pit bull. He reminds me of a shorter rhino. Yeah. He's built like a box. <laughs> Dwayne says Impact doesn't grab me like WWE and AEW. I don't think you're watching hard enough, buddy. And Who's grabbing you, Dwayne? Vince McMahon? 
Hey, did he grab you, Dwayne? Did if you so, sign an NDA? If you got some money, you can put it toward the podcast. We'll make you like a silent partner or something. Vince says you can just grab him right by the. Uh, that's uh, that's the guy. Yeah, we just grab you right by the pal. <laughs> Let's move on. Oh, Vince, that's that that that, that rascally rascal. that rascally Vince. <laughs> that's the thing. People are defending Vince. They love him. I don't know. I just oh, whatever. We'll talk about that we'll talk maybe about later. It. All right. Let's get into something outside of AEW, Narge. While we're while we're thinking, and that is one Mr. Logan Paul, who's uh, you signed a contract. I don't know what the terms are of the contract. It's probably not going to be full time every week wrestling, but yeah, I wonder if it's similar. Uh, I was going to say McCat McAfee, but. I can't. I, yeah, what kind of contract is it? A one match? I mean, no, they really haven't said. Is it one match? Is it six? Yeah, is I'm, it, I'm not sure. I it's mean, probably a Goldberg thing. It might be like a a Romany kind of deal where you don't have to do the house shows, don't have to do all the TVs. But it's uh, not a bad decision. He does. He really want to keep boxing Floyd Mayweather and all that stuff. His brother's the better boxer, right? Logan's more of the showman. Yeah, and I think what we saw at WrestleMania, I thought he did a fantastic oh, job. Oh, he's great. So, he a job. I, I had low expectations, and he really went above and beyond in my book. Is he teaming with The Miz at SummerSlam? Is that he the... is uh, going to be wrestling The Miz. Okay, so I remember Miz wanted to team with him again, which didn't make yeah, sense. He was trying to pass, play it off like it was it was all in fun. And, oh, okay. And Logan's not having it. <laughs> so we're going to get Miz and Logan Paul. Right. I think it's good. Does I, I do too, but does he realize that even though The Miz is a heel, they will cheer him? <laughs> They're not going to cheer for Logan Paul. Uh, you think so? I think the kids might. Like The kids like the are, young audience. They... Kids are stupid. I have three at home. <laughs> yeah, but most of them don't really like The Miz, though. Oh, but The Miz is awesome. I, I know. My, <laughs> so is my, his wife. My wife hates The Miz, or has always hated The Miz, but she loves Miz and Mrs. I, so let's talk about that. I was scrolling down the old Facebook today, uh-huh. and, I, and I stop on a Miz and Mrs. commercial, and I see this fantastic ass in a black thong, and I'm like, was it Mar- Was Maurice. it Marjo? It was the Miz. I was like, holy shit. I had to scroll. Up. I thought it was Maurice. Oh, my, my eyes. Yeah, he turned around. I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> I just shared that with everybody. This is, this but, is a breakthrough uh, on jumping the rail. <laughs> Maurice, though, whoo. She is. Yeah, she's, she's something. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh. The, the baby boobs have done her well. Yeah, they ain't gone nowhere. No. That's for sure. She's, she's, she's I'm really she's surprised dynamite. we don't get more of her on TV. I know I maybe that's by choice. I might, be, I think it's by choice, but, uh, but no, when she shows up, she makes an impact. She does a, does a good job. Oh yeah. But yeah, I think she's enjoying motherhood and being a, the proverbial housewife doing her own business ventures and all that stuff. So more power to her. Do you think the slogan, I mean, could this Logan Paul thing be a segue to the Miz coming back to Babyface Run for a while? We got a short one before, possibly. But he's better as a heel. I know. Yeah, they need good heels right now. I mean, I know they're short on babyfaces across the board, but you can't have too many good heels. No, I think it's better to have a full roster of heels and less good guys. You know, that's that's how you build. That's how you build them. Right. So. You can you can have heel versus heel matches and say, oh, they're both greedy and they're both trying to right. But that's I, if you have too many baby face versus baby face matches, I tune out because it's too like buddy buddy and you know who's your top baby face right now in WWE? In WWE right now, top one both shows. Brock, Brock Lesnar definitely, but and he 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 is, but he isn't. You know what I mean? He's not your traditional. He's Hulk changed, Hogan brother. Brock has changed nothing <laughs> about his presentation or his 
in, in his ring work yeah. as a baby face that he did as a heel. And for me, I think if you had to pick a top baby face, and I don't like him, but I think it's Drew McIntyre. I'd say definitely Drew's the top baby face on SmackDown. Yeah. I mean, there's also, I mean, AJ's up there still. I think when he comes back, Edge is going to be the top baby face. And Edge, yeah. And, I, you know, people are getting all worked up about these promos and thinking it's Bray Wyatt. It's not Bray Wyatt. It's not Bray. No. It, it's Edge. It's Everything just screams Edge to me. They showed it last night. There were more things. Yeah. I don't remember what it, it was, was, but Foley's they were blatant. final shirt, yeah. the You Can't See Me hat, Randy Orton's T-shirt, stuff like that. Yeah. It's I think all... they had Gangrel's Cup, too, at the end. Might have. So... Yeah, and what what a what a mistake with Judgment Day that they've kind of done here. I like seeing him push Finn Balor, but it feels it doesn't feel like it has the same impact I, that it had with Edge. I think Rhea going down really hurt Judgment yeah. Day, and uh, I don't know what exactly was wrong. I think she said something. She had a brain injury. So I watched the video in her match. She fell back and she took her knee up into her jaw Ooh. and popped her basically popped herself. It was either a knee to her jaw or forehead, but it was on the impact of taking a bump. She basically knocked herself silly. So, so basically, probably a severe concussion is what we're looking at. Pretty much. Because she tweeted a picture where she had a heart monitor on. But I yeah. think that's just standard procedure. Probably. What I like that I saw last night, and I'd love it to happen, it's long overdue, is Dominic Mysterio making a good oh, turn. And absolutely. I think he would be good in that. Can you imagine him with the maybe slick that goofy <laughs> mullet he's got back and all black suit? Right. Those are three guys. I think he could replace Rhea. I really do. I don't think you need a female in the group. If you have to have one, it's her. Well, the only issue is I think Rhea might be the best talker out of them. That's true. Priest is a good talker. You know who they could have used? Is that, that she just quit or didn't quit? Her contract ran out. It was is Paige? It? Yeah. Paige come out there with just a little more. I mean, she's Soraya. got the look. She's got the look. Yeah. I was um, always a fan of Paige. Yeah. Soraya. No. And she, or Soraya. Yeah, and she doesn't have to wrestle, but she could have been a great mouthpiece yeah. for that group. The second Rhea went out, who could we bring in? Mm-hmm. So they, they tried her as a manager with uh, Kyrie Sane and Asuka oh, briefly. I that. Yeah. that went over like a fart in church. I mean, Paige would work great as a manager. I know she's, she wants to wrestle again, but honestly, if it's going to be a health issue, I don't want to see her do it. No, yeah, and I think it's got to be, it's got to be the right group, and this is a good group here. But I that I really think that's you have to do something with Dominic. He's not done anything in a while, so I think mm-hmm. that's coming. Yeah. And Maybe it's Ray and yeah, Balor at SummerSlam or something. Yeah, or tag team, and then Dominic just yep. bails. Waffles him. Uh, Dwayne pointed out Riddle is cool. He is cool. I love Riddle. Dwayne, I don't like the dirt stash he had on last night. Oh, that he was needs, awful. He needs to shave. I don't know what <laughs> he's doing. but That was so bad. <laughs> and he's, he's got to stop doing all Randy's moves. Yeah, I feel like he's getting kind of lost in the shuffle without Randy. So I don't know, you know. Well, they're putting him with Rollins. It's kind of it's like a marriage of convenience. Both of their main foils are hurt right now, so put them together. But. Makes sense. It sounds like that Randy's going to be out for a while, though. So yeah, I, I was hoping they would move on from the RK Bro stuff, but he's wearing the hats, he's doing the moves. So is he kind of in limbo until Randy's ready to come back? And then this is where the heel turn would work because he keeps doing the RK Bro stuff. When Orton, all comes, shit, dude. When, or- yeah. <laughs> when Orton comes back and then maybe he's not as into it anymore. Maybe maybe, maybe Riddle hasn't checked on him. Maybe. You know, stuff like that. Orton's like, typical. why are you you're just doing all my shit and you haven't even called me once? Yeah. You know? But, uh, yeah, Riddle, when that happens, I think it'll be great if he could turn heel. But right now he's probably, aside from Brock, probably the main baby face on, on that show right now. Yeah, and I almost forgot about Riddle. Um, but I love Riddle. Yeah. I'd like to see Randy come back and get the world title. Uh, Dwayne there, chiming in, but it's a surprise. <laughs> Dewdrop is not being used right. She could be a dominant 
female if they use her the right way. Wasn't she going to do something with Nikki A.S.H. They Cross? Are. They're teaming up. They're still doing that? Okay. Yeah. It's, I think they're trying. The story they're telling with that is Dewdrop is trying to get Nikki's edge back. Well, she got to lose the stupid she mask. She got to lose the superhero the, gimmick. Now, I, I like I like the the outfit she wears. Just lose the mask and the yeah, superhero stuff. I'm a big fan of the outfit. I liked Nikki Cross. <laughs> Nikki Cross from NXT. Crazy Nikki. Crazy yeah. Nikki. That was fun. She what was, was so she, cool. What was her name in the Indies? Uh, I think it was still Nikki Cross or Nikki Glenn Cross or something like that. Oh, see, I thought it was like Crazy Mary or something. No, that, that was that was Sarah Logan. That's who Crazy it was. Mary she, Dobson. Yeah, okay. That was Sarah. That's yeah. right. Now, Nick, I think Nikki was always Nikki Cross in the UK Indies. And, okay. Uh, Couldn't remember. There's only three people listening. I think it's us two and Dwayne. So what do you want to talk about, Dwayne? <laughs> <laughs> Have we scared you all off with WWE talk? I'm sorry. Like, I, I just do that to make it's, Mark happy. It's, it's the Marco fans are all protesting <laughs> that he's not here right now. But uh, What's next on the list? What's next? We have. I've got talking points here. I always do. Uh, actually, I've got a, I got a discussion I've been wanting to bring up for a long time, Mark oh, Narge. Oh, no. Here we go. It's just a general opinion thing. And I'm not talking about creative. I'm not talking about characters. I'm not talking about anything like that. What is your biggest pet peeve on wrestling television? Right like, now? Like tropes, like things that they do. Not even like storylines or anything like that. Easy. It's the camera work. Both shows. Shoddy. It's it started with Kevin Dunn and WWE. It's it's just the nonstop shaking of the camera. I prefer to watch old wrestling, and if you watch old superstars stuff like that, you got the hard cam, hard cam, and then you got the guy on the ring apron, mm-hmm. and they're giving you all the action. Regardless, they're not trying to hide anything. They're not trying to make it seem like you're there live. When they're doing the moves, and you're, cu- I mean. Think about how many times we've missed moments mm-hmm. because they cut away to a reaction in the crowd, and you got some random dude picking his nose. Why Usually me. Why there's Steve Austin making his comeback, hitting stunners in the ring, and there there's one guy picking his. They, they always pick the wrong guy. Too. They get the kid with his thumb up his butt. Yeah, that that it's just my biggest pet peeve in WWE is the worst about it. My wife complains. Everybody's just, it's just like you miss so many good there's, moments. There's bad camera work in all the companies. Oh yeah, but, no, but yeah, I, I agree. I don't like the just the the flash cuts on everything. That's that it. Do. I don't need to see the. It's fans like an reaction. NYPD Blue episode where they're going back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Or no, that's Law and Order. Dun, dun, dun. So that's that's a good one. I I do agree with that. I've got a couple. I bet you do. Uh, number one, Gary, give you these? No, believe okay. it or not, I'm, uh, he I have not consulted with my tag team partner Gary Vasellio on this. Uh, number one is uh, when they have like multiple people in the ring doing a promo and everybody has a microphone. Yeah, they, you don't need that. But they need to have some have a stick man, you know. Get uh, what's his name, uh, uh, the Irish guy that did uh, oh, play the, by play. Yeah, just have him be the stick man. Just have him ask leading questions, just one by one, you know. Be like, like Shivani back like in the Shivani, day. Be like Mean Gene, yeah. you know. And uh, especially when it's just a tag team in the ring without somebody, and they both have a microphone. Not everybody needs to talk. No, that's like the Jericho Society deal. I want to hear Jericho talk. Right. I don't need to hear Jake Hager. No. I probably don't need to hear Magic Matt and or Garcia. Any of them. No. Basically, just give me Sammy and Jericho on the stage. Yes. D- uh, back in the day, it was Arn and Flair. I mean, and Tully. And Tully. Yeah. Every now and then. Not Luger. <laughs> Barry's not talking. Luger's not talking. Oh. Sid, stand back here and look tough. We're not mm-hmm. giving you the mic. Right. You know, I- only every now and then we're we're crossing them all up. But Paul Roma, don't give him the mic. Oh, Roma. Pretty <laughs> Paul Roma. The Linchpin of pretty wonderful. Oh. 
I, but no, I agree with that too. What else you got? Oh. Uh, the other thing, and this has been a sticking point with me for years, the entrance music on the run-ins. It kill you know. So yes and no, I agree. There are some where it's just not needed. Some of the surprise returns, you know. Uh, I think back to one specifically, Hogan, uh, Sid. Was it eight or so many eight? Oh, when the Warrior came out. When Warrior came out. That, that was used appropriately. That was used right. There, when Jeff Hardy showed up on AEW and danced down to the ring, that was not needed. No, we didn't need the music. He should, you know, you're coming out to save your brother. Nobody needs you dancing. Right. And, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but no, it's like if you got. Just say, for example, like look at 2012, if it's the Shield beating up on Daniel Bryan in the ring, all of a sudden, if Cult of Personality hits, why? <laughs> it's it for the pop, man. It should be where the guy isn't waiting for his music. I'm going to go down. I'm going to bail my buddy out. I'm going to help. I'm going to beat up these guys that I don't like because they're taking advantage of somebody. Right. It's like they're waiting in the gorillas like, hey, are you ready? <laughs> Press right, play. Play my music. <laughs> You know, it just seems it's like a big disconnect to me. No, and it makes sense. I mean, if you're running out to save somebody and you run past Gorilla, that guy's not like, oh, shit, I got to hit play. <laughs> It'd be more realistic if he's halfway down the yeah, ramp and then exactly, it starts. Exactly. You know? Exactly. <laughs> Here comes Steve Austin. The glass breaks as he hits the ring. <laughs> shit, I missed it. <laughs> I did that a couple times during uh, baseball walk-up songs this year. The kids would be in a batter box and I'd be like, oh, shit. It'd be like, now batting. And the, the pitcher... <laughs> I did it one time. The pitcher goes to throw the ball. And oh, they, no. look, they look. And I was like, my Collusion. bad. My bad. Collusion. <laughs> so the kid got another pitch, but you know. Oh. <laughs> hey, I tried. I tried, you know, and I told him I was the perfect guy for it. I'm a pro wrestling guy. That's right. So it worked out. <laughs> I had another one that I forgot. But the. No blood on WWE when they have matches that really need blood. That's, that's, a, that's a creative issue in my book. But, oh. but yeah, that's. I, I'm not a fan of that either. When blood's done right, it's it's great. Yeah. But, I mean, it, you're right. It shouldn't be in every match. Like, no, you shouldn't and, bleed for the sake of bleeding. No, I don't want it in every match, but it, it needs to be done when it needs to be done. We went so long in WWE without it that when AEW brought it back, it was so refreshing. But now it's almost weekly. Somebody is in color every mm-hmm. week. You, and I, I agree. You don't need that. Yeah, that match, the uh, blood and guts match. You can't call a match blood and guts without there being blood. And there was you, plenty of blood. You, and that's where WWE needs to kind of get their act together because you can't have a war games match without blood. You can't have a hell in a cell match without no. blood. Um, that blood and guts match. I have a complaint about that though. I okay. thought it was a good match. What I didn't care for, you knew somebody was going to bleed. Mm-hmm. Why are the Jericho Society in all red? It's I just know. a weird. I, I didn't need them in white because they did white once before. Why not come out in all yellow? Or something just gaudy and annoying. Something Jericho would do. Silver. Bright yellow, silver. And I told Rachel, I've given her all these color ideas. She's like, I think the red looks good. The, I said, the until mesh, they bleed. The mesh muscle certs were too much. Yeah. <laughs> and the matching, they looked like Menudo going out there. But I love seeing Eddie Kingston out there. Oh, he's so good. He's and you got your wish. Hate. He's getting a lot of hate this week, though. Oh, man. I feel so bad for Eddie right now. They're so. body shaming him. How dare they? I, just fuck it. <laughs> Eddie Kingston is not a chiseled Adonis. And well, like he somebody said, it, he looks the part of a legitimate... If you think back to all the tough guys in wrestling, how many of them were body guys? Was Terry Funk a body guy? Fuck no. Dusty, Dusty Rhodes. Murdoch, you know. Uh, you can go on. New, New Jack, Sandman, Stan, all the guys that Stan were out, Hansen. Stan Hansen beating people's ass looked like a guy you'd find at the yeah. bar drinking, you know, even, a even, bush light. So. Even Brody wasn't a body guy. He was no. tall. 
But, but then you see guys, somebody like Chris Masters or Scott Steiner. Yeah, they, you know, they're they're built. I, but I, 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 I wouldn't think with Scotty in a bar fight. <laughs> I wouldn't. But when I think of him, I don't think of one of these guys that's gonna throw down. That's and, Rick. Uh, you know, yeah, Rick's the one I look at. Like that's the guy who's just gonna start punching people. I remember somebody. Asked, I think Conrad asked Shivani once if you had to fight. Have had either one of the Steiners like watching your back in a bar fight? Who'd you pick? And before he got the question, I said Rick. <laughs> We're going to have to bring Dwayne on. He's given us all the tidbits that we already know. The, what the, was inspired? Oh, the the, the attire. Okay. Yeah. But uh, Dwayne, we appreciate you. I'm just giving you oh, shit. Yeah. But yeah, no, I knew what it was inspired by. I love Clockwork Orange. Great Stanley Kubrick movie. Not okay. my favorite Kubrick movie. It made for some interesting matches in TNA with yeah. Raven with the Clockwork Orange House of Fun matches. Raven, Raven was back. Uh, yeah. I saw an impact. I haven't watched I think, that episode, but he was doing something, I right? Think he was, I think he was refereeing because uh, there was, uh, I think, Sammy Callahan and Moose had a Clockwork Orange match. That's what I thought I saw. And I think Raven was might have been the referee there. Talk about a guy who has aged. I don't. I don't know. Want to say he hasn't aged well, but he just not gracefully. He. He. Yeah. He. He reminds me of Mama Fratelli from the from the Goonies a little. Every time I see him, I remember I'd met him. It's in always Dallas. Goonies with you. I met him in Dallas at 32, and he had these Coke bottle glasses on, and I've got a picture somewhere. But I was like. Damn, what happened to you? You were Scotty the Body at one point. Scotty now, the Body. Scotty Flamingo. Here, now you in here yelling at them damn goonies. So, I don't know. Keeping sloth chained up in the basement. <laughs> Baby roof. <laughs> Give my regards to One-Eyed Willie. Oh, yeah. Sean, yeah, speaking of that, uh, Sean Astin uh, from the movie Mikey. Rudy. He got, he, got, he got COVID this weekend, I saw. He was supposed to be in Chicago. At some fan expo and end up getting COVID. So oh, man. Bob Bob from Stranger Things for anybody who's Stranger Things. Fan. Rudy Rudiger for football fans. Yeah. I got an autograph Rudy poster from him in my basement. I'm, I'm jealous of that one. That was a big deal. That was he was one of my we went to these conventions and you know, for years it was to meet wrestlers. First time I went to a horror convention was meet Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Coming out of that, I've met Judge Reinhold, Sean Astin. I mean, I met some good ones. You uh, met uh, Carl uh, Gottlieb or Yeah, from Jaws. Carl that, Gottlieb. Yeah. Which I know is big for you. Uh, Susan Backlinny, who's the uh, Jaws victim number one in the beginning. Right. The Bikini Girl. The Bikini Girl met China. Yeah, met Tara, China. Tara yeah. Reed. Yeah. yeah. So we've had... Uh, we've Daphne had Zuniga for me from Spaceballs. Oh, yeah? She was at that, that Days of the Dead con we went to. Yeah, you got to meet Rock and Roll Express, right? Was that the one? Or was it Accident or Demolition? Or was it both? There's both. Yeah. Both. And then... Uh, they should have threw down in the hallway. <laughs> I mean, Flair was there yeah. too, right? Uh, no, Angelina Love was there. That's right. She's built. She she's is. skinny, but she is yeah. like solid, like a yeah. rock. Is she still married to Davy Richards? That I don't know. I'm not sure because they were. That was a pot. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. Did you guys talk about imp- that Impact pay per view where he was the surprise? Uh, we didn't get into it. It's like a fart in church. Yeah, it, they could have gone. But I love Davy Richards. I love the Wolves. And if that story had been told right, it would have been great. I was just I was waiting for the swerve. Yeah. I was waiting for Davey to turn on the Impact guys and join up with Honor No More. Uh, yeah, maybe put the Wolves back together and, for well, a few. They're teaming up now. They're, are they? They're, are, they're teaming um, up on, uh, uh, I think, Callahan's promotion with the Machine Guns. I, I, mean, I saw they're bringing back a lot of these guys. I saw America's Most Wanted, and they yeah. got uh, James Storm, or was it James, or no, uh, Chris Harris. Yeah. But he didn't really do anything. He no, was he, in the match, and they said he didn't take any bumps, didn't really do anything. Well, he hasn't wrestled in probably 15 years. Yeah, I think he so posted think on Twitter that he he was like, I made it through a match, and I didn't die or something. Yeah, so. I think he's I think he's enjoying his retirement. I think he came back for the pop, yeah. for the nostalgia. Because AMW is probably my favorite tag team in Impact. 
him leaving and going to WWE was the worst mistake he could have made. That, Bad call, I mean, man. You saw what happened with James yeah. Storm. I mean, he blew up. and so, oh, He was the world champ at one point, right? Yeah, he was <laughs> for about a week. So uh, everybody knew he had the belt yeah. at one point. So. He beat Angle for it, and then okay. uh, he got screwed over by Rude. Beer Money is a team that I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing him bring James Storm over to WWE and let let giving him a Beer Money run. I don't know if anybody would remember it now, but Rude's not doing anything. His buddy's no. gone. The dogs are done. So Right. Well, we can assume. I mean, they haven't gotten into a lot with what's going on with Ziggler. I'm, that'd be my guess. Yeah. But uh, So we have, and this isn't on the list I sent you, Narge, but oh, something, I, some, it's something you'll enjoy talking about. We had an anniversary last week. The all the good stuff happens in between episodes, <laughs> like when there's something newsy or something. So we have to wait and try to remember to talk about it. Are we going to tell the fans to stick it, brother? Well, you can. I'm not going I'm to because I'm a gentleman. <laughs> My fans, Dwayne. <laughs> down, 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 down. So yeah, on uh, last Thursday was the 26th anniversary of the night that Hulk Hogan revealed his true colors. And became a dirty <laughs> bastard and stabbed WCW in the back. Like Bobby Heenan inadvertently said, "What's whose side is he on? I love that. That was my favorite <laughs> thing because it's something Heenan would say. And, you know, I've, I've said this for years. always bothered me. So I had the VHS tape. I remember I bought it on my eighth grade class trip. We were in like a Sam Goody in Chicago. And I'm like, oh, I got to get this. Years later, WWE Network, or it wasn't even WWE Network. They did like an on-demand thing, WWE. 24-7. Yes, and they edited it. I remember him coming to the ring, and they edit Bobby out totally. They so should have kept it in. Which makes me believe that it was a mistake. It's back now. So if you watch it on the network, it's back. Right. Which it should be, because like you said, Bobby was always thought Hulk was a snake, you right. know? So and it that, made sense. That's the perfect thing for Bobby to say. Because who told him, will you quit it? It was Tony. Dusty. Or was it, was it Tony. Tony or Dusty? It was okay. Tony. I'm will you quit it? Tony so. was all excited. And then Bobby says, whose side is he? Yeah. <laughs> and then he drops the leg, man. Yeah, I didn't watch the pay-per-view when it happened. I don't think you did either. No. But I remember watching the Nitro afterwards because I wanted to see what happened. Couldn't believe it. And I think either my brother or I had put it out there. What if it's Hogan? Oh, yeah, I never. But we just kind of blew it out. Like, oh, it wouldn't be Hogan. He's baby face but then boom there goes hogan i remember running out of the bedroom it was 96 right so i was 96. 12 i'm gonna run out of the bedroom tell my folks I'm like you're never gonna believe this and they don't give a shit they don't care about wrestling <laughs> they're like oh, hulk hogan the wrestler i was like he's a bad guy now <laughs> that's all fake yeah they yeah it was pretty much get out of here you go watch your guys in underwear yeah. all right well <laughs> so and i think i may have asked you this before are you a uh, hollywood hogan guy or are you a red and yellow hulkamania guy I'm both. I'm both. I like him. I can, I, I, you can't say that. I'm just a Hulk guy, man. Uh, you know, Red and Yellow Hogan, early 90s, early manias, kicking everybody's ass fantastic. Early NWO Hollywood, just as good. All the all the late Hollywood, terrible. The late Red and Yellow, terrible. The rerun of Red and Yellow, even worse. The so. uh, Black and White was good. Up th- And I think this came up on our Facebook page. After they got Savage in, they should have stopped. They, no yeah, more people. We didn't need Horace and Stevie Ray, Brian Adams, and, Brian Adams. Yeah, yeah. Norton, I'm good with. He's Norton's the muscle. Cool. He's the heavy. Not I like, like I was I like, like Scott. I Norton. like they brought Muda. You know, Japan made it seem right. like they were kind of taking over other parts. It, yeah, but it just got to the point where it was like, oh, you want a T-shirt here? You're in the group, you know. And then yeah. they had to split off into two groups. And then, yeah, that's when it kind of jumped the shark to me. When, but they tried to make NWO should not have been baby faces. No, the whole didn't. point of the NWO was 
they're the heels. They're the guys going against WCW. Yeah, and I'd like to know whose idea the Wolf Pack was. I have to assume it was Nash. I got to think it was Nash. You know, I want to I get over, brother. I want to sell some, you know. Like, I got to be a baby face. Let's get Sting and Luger into the group. Sting looked terrible in that red Tomato paint face too. Sting. <laughs> terrible. Yeah, I, you know, that my only issue with Hogan, black and white Hogan early on, he, he hit his stride finally. Early on, he was trying way too hard to be cool. Oh, yeah. Brah. Yeah. <laughs> Come out with this beanie on and his Jinkos. I don't know if you remember that. There's a picture out there. What He's are Jinkos? The big baggy jeans back in the day. They're like black. He had black that was, ones. That was more uh, when he joined the Wolf Pack after the Finger Book of Doom. It could have been. I don't know. Like he was he wearing had, the big parka trying to look gangsta. I'll find a picture. He had the Jinkos and then he had the uh, the snow hat and the white glasses. That, it might have even been when he was trying to run for president. Or it might have been. Crap. I think it was like 99 after the Finger Book of Doom. But I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, when he first showed up and he was trying to, like, when it was just him, Hall, and Nash, it was great. That was probably the best that group had ever been because, you know. (laughs) Yeah, go. Yeah, that was about 99. He looks ridiculous. Yeah, he looks like like somebody's dad trying to be hip. Yeah, like this this little kid here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm showing a picture of Hulk with Nick. I watched a video the other day of Nick Hogan, who, you know, I... Nick Hogan rubbed me the wrong way a few years ago after his whole vehicle. Yeah, car. the car wreck and everything. Yeah, and now, you know, everybody just kind of, I think Hulk bought their way out of that. And I don't know what he does down there in Florida now, but Nick was on there trying to way too hard to be cool, too. He's like, oh, brother, tonight we're having a party, you know, and I just got done banging in the gym with the Hulk. Hanging and banging, like, brother. Nick, you've done absolutely nothing but ride your dad's yellow, uh, you know, shredded T-shirt coattails, buddy. Right. So go do what Brooke does and stay the hell out of the way. Right. Yeah, I missed out on meeting Brooke at the uh, Squared Circle Expo, but she was there. She looked, she, she, did you see her? I did. She, was she all right looking she in person? about the same as she always has. I always thought she was attractive. Yeah. She's going to go the way of Linda, though, and then. Uh, mm. Yeah, so. Bully Ray dodged a bullet there. Yeah. <laughs> Bo- but then, then Bo- who was Bully with for a minute? Uh, Velvet Sky, right? Yeah. And now they're dead. They are. Uh, they, are they were separated. They're never. They were never married, but they're they're split up. And yeah, they were a thing. Now Velvet's doing the commentary in the NWA. And yeah. I think Bully was trying to angle with uh, EC3 to get booked on a couple Control Your Narrative shows in Philly and New York. Did you see up. they're going on tour? I saw that. Can, Big tour. We may have checked that out. Yeah, they're, they'll be in Indy and they'll be in Chicago. Never heard of the place they're at in Indy, though. Is it the, the Irving, eight second saloon? No, it's called the Irving Theater, I think. We may have to do some looking into that. Yeah. I mean it's it's you know, they're they're getting made fun of, but they've got some names. Yeah. Killer Cross, Aries, uh Dirty Dango. Right. They got a couple of they, uh, names. So. And then they got a deal with Pro Wrestling TV. It's an app, I guess, and they got free content going on there. I just you know I'd like to check it out just to give it I want to give it its uh, its due diligence, you know. I hate to say it, but though, but everybody in that group, Adam Shear really missed out on, I think, a big payday. I know he wanted a big payday. He could have got one, probably not what he wanted. Probably would have been making more money than what he's doing now, though. Yeah. He said something that stuck out to me, though. He said he, like, when they do their VIP meet and greets, like him and EC3, they don't see a dime of that. They put it all towards the other guys working for the company. And maybe maybe he's been banking for years while he's in W. If he was smart, he's putting all that money back. I mean, you know he's making money. Oh, yeah. I mean, merch sales and stuff like that. I mean, Braun Strowman was a huge. Hey, he was in Holmes and Watson. He's getting some royalties from that. <laughs> that movie sucked. It was It was not great. That was no it could have been. So, it could have been so much better. <laughs> I mean, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley is usually an A-plus to me, but that one kind of missed the boat. Yeah, not good. So. <laughs> 
And we will, uh, at some point, when we have Marco in for a full episode, we are going to actually do our discussion on movies and wrestlers wrestlers in them. But that's going to come for another time. Because that's the one thing that Marco can actually contribute to (laughs) the conversation on, is movies. Because he, that's all he does is watch movies and put his pool up. <laughs> yeah, once that pool's up, I don't know how this podcast is going to go down. It's going to be live from the pool. Yeah, we're going to have to get a little floating. Put, put overhead mics on and... Bash it, uh, uh, jump in the rail at the beach. Yeah, or... do, a, do our own little bash at the beach thing. <laughs> well, you'll do the Kevin Nash cannonball into the pool. And... Uh, so, so get this, and I'm, maybe I'll have to put it on the page, but I'm going to Panama City in August. Yes, you were telling me that. And I'm heading to Club La Vila. Nice. It's not open anymore. <laughs> it's still there. It's got the sign up. So you know I got to do the photo ops in front of Club La Vila. You so. have to. Um, we'll get those up on the page. But yeah, Rachel was like, what the hell is a Club La Vila? <laughs> I said, are you out of your mind? <laughs> you got to show her some nitros from spring <laughs> break. I remember the one where Sting came out of the helicopter. You yes, remember that? The I water that. and everything. It was <laughs> Everything's blowing away. It looked like it was going to be so much worse than what it was. Yeah. Was, was La Vila also the... So where was the final Nitro? Was that Panama? It was, it was Panama City, yeah. Was it La Vila or somewhere else? I think it was someplace else. I'm going to have to look. That was also the episode I remember. Very odd where, where Hogan's in the ring and the wall is like eight football fields away. And he's up on the, the, the skyscraper or whatever it is. Do you not remember this? Hogan's like, who is that up there, brother? Is that the wall? And you can literally not see him. It's this little I do white not dot. remember you that. Remember that? You have to look it up. But Hogan's in the ring. And this was uh, giving uh, the wall the rub. I think it was that new blood thing and all that, but he's pointing at the wall, and I'm pretty sure they were there. Uh, BJ Capel has chimed in on Hogan, uh, asking which one he preferred. He says both. He played a great role both ways. Hogan got old just as the mood had shifted so far past him. And then he said he focuses on his bar down here and heavy on the karaoke. <laughs> okay. Hell, yeah, he's doing the karaoke down there, BJ. I want to get in there and check that out. He's had Nasty Knobs. He's had Jimmy Hart. A couple oh, of guys yeah. in there. I bet Jimmy Hart is a... Just a blast on karaoke. That dude does not age either. No. So I found this thing. It was uh, it was on a Nitro, and that's on Reddit. It says, throwback to when Hulk Hogan somehow saw the wall, despite the wall standing on the roof of a building. It was, uh, hang on now. Oh, the wall. It was March 27th, 2000 Nitro. So this is oh. close to the, the death of Nitro. <laughs> Um, this is pre-New Blood Nitro, if I'm not mistaken. It could be. What This might be before, yeah, they, they switched things up, but. They've always made fun of Hulk Hogan for having amazing eyesight because it was literally so far away, and I'm pretty sure that was Panama as well. So this is around the time that Kevin Nash got the uh, botched bloodbath in the ring or whatever it was when they were supposed to drop something from the ceiling on him, but oh. it hit him like like landed like three feet away from him. I you know I was really enjoying. So I've watched some of those late nitros before they switch everything over and do the big shakeup. This one Sid was kind of running wild on everybody, and Funk was there, right? Uh, Flair, I think. I really enjoyed all that. I love seeing Sid. And then all of a sudden it was like, nah, we're going to push all these young guys that nobody knows. And I think that's what they thought people wanted to see. They thought, oh, they need to push the the new blood. We don't, we don't was, need to see a Stasiak and a Palumbo. And, and I'll say this, though. Jindrak and O'Hare as a tag team was frigging great. They were. I yeah. love them as a group. I wish they would have worked with more of the veterans. O'Hare's? Not O'Hare. Jindrak's still out there. He's, yeah. He's working in Mexico, I think. There were a couple of talks about him. He mentioned numerous times about wanting to come back and do something whether wwe or he was going to be in uh evolution, evolution. i remember that have, have you seen the video they shot the video and then they <laughs> looked at it like <laughs> i don't remember i think it was triple h who was like nah nah i don't want this I, guy i think it was so and they brought in about batista big in. dave so yeah it did work no know? yeah it was fantastic yeah i was i liked evolution like when in their original incarnation when it was the four of them 
Flair, and I mean, the Flair got a second wind in Evolution. Oh yeah, you got it. That was his like third act. Do you have this on the list? Are we going to talk about Ric Flair? It is on the list. We're going right. to talk about Ric Flair. The I don't big... want to. I don't want to jump ahead. But no, no, you're good. Uh, we got a we got a few more things to talk about. It's not going to be a super long show this week. We're going to be done probably about another hour or so, if my math is right. Sounds good. Because uh, our jet setting executive here <laughs> has to go all over God's creation and. I got a I got a car to pay for, so <laughs> places to be, people to see, man. So we're going to talk a little bit about the final match of one Nature Boy, Ric Flair. That's what I was going to segue into that. And uh, it's coming up on the 31st of July on Fight TV, part of StarCast 5. And it was like a hell of a StarCast. They got all kinds of horseman stuff going on. Uh, Shivani and David Crockett are going to be doing meet and greets at the old NWA set. They got some some big names for sure. Oh yeah, when they've moved this thing, it was supposed to be at the fairgrounds, and now it's going to be at a bigger venue. Yeah, I forget where at, but uh, I think it holds. I think well, the fairgrounds held like three thousand. This new venue holds like ten thousand. It's going to be on. This show's going to be on Sunday because SummerSlam is also going to be in Nashville that weekend. Which is smart. Yeah, get all the wrestling fans in. GCW is doing something. I think Friday night. So I think that's the Evansville show, isn't it? No, they already had that. Oh, did they already they're, have that? Rock and Roll Express. No, they're down there um, at the fairgrounds. I don't remember. Joey Janelle is wrestling somebody, but it is that weekend. So Okay. So let's get into the card a little bit. Because, I mean, Flair's the, the draw here, obviously. Everyone was wanting to buy the tickets to see Flair's last match. This is a damn good card for the rest of the show. They've really, yeah, they're starting to beef it up, which I'm, I'm glad, you know, a lot of folks, you don't get a lot of impact guys. A lot of killer, right. not a lot of filler here, but I'm going to run down here what they have so far announced. Uh, impact world champion Josh Alexander is going to be defending the title against Jacob Fatu, which I think that match happened in, I think it was Glory Pro maybe not too long ago. But nobody saw it. That'd be hard hitting. For well, sure, I don't want to say nobody saw it. I mean, their fans saw it, obviously, <laughs> but it wasn't, it didn't get a lot of like press. But that's one I'm looking forward to seeing because I love both those guys. Uh, Impact Women's Champion Jordan Grace, who's not horribly popular this week. She's in the hot water. She got in a little bit of hot water. Uh, she's going to be wrestling Rachel Ellering and Deanna Perrazzo. I think this is for her title, but I'm not 100% sure on that. All three solid in the ring. You yeah, know, I'm a I know, big uh, Rachel Ellering fan. I like her. I know your buddy Gary's a big uh, Perazzo fan. So yeah, so am I. I've always liked Jordan Grace. Like I said this week, you know, I, she, for those that don't know, spoke up on Chris Benoit and basically said that he could burn in hell. Uh, Chris's buddies came to his defense. Right. Was, um, I think David did too. I think his son did. David did. Jordan apologized. She's doing something with David where she's uh, donated some, the first $5,000 to like some concussion, concussion foundation or something like that. But yeah. no good deed goes unpunished because Nancy, woman's sister, uh, kind of jumped on and is now upset with Jordan for Jordan and the guys. She said, you know, she did Dark Side of the Ring stuff. So now Nancy's sister that was on Dark Side of the Ring is oh, upset so, with Jericho. So all and, this is coming back up. And yeah, the, she's upset with them because now they're defending Chris for what he did. So, right. you know, it, it's, 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 it's a it, it's a lose-lose here. This conversation will happen until the end of time with right. pro wrestling. So. Mm-hmm. It's a, yeah, and there's not a right argument to be made here or a wrong one. No. So we'll, 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 we won't get it too far into that because like we could do a whole episode on that if we wanted to. Oh, yeah. Let's see, Killer Cross with Scarlett Bardot. I'm probably mispronouncing that against Harry Smith. I think that'll be a fun match. Yeah, those are two two hosses in yeah. there. So 
Harry, also the one half, I believe, of the NWA World Tag Team Champions right now with Doug Williams. Yep. And the Commonwealth Connection. Good name. Uh, I think they were the runners-up in the Crockett Cup this year. I believe you're right. And yeah, who Briscoe, won that? Was it the Briscoes, Briscoes right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. New Japan match. Well, New Japan strong match. Uh, Clark Connors, who we saw at Forbidden Door in the four-way for the All-Atlantic Championship. Got his ass beat for most of the match. <laughs> yeah, I think he was paying his dues. <laughs> Uh, he's going up with Rin Narita, who was, he's on his excursion from Japan. He was a young boy for a few years. I know nothing about either of them. Yeah. But they're both, <laughs> I've seen a lot of their work, like when they would do like the preliminary matches on the New Japan shows, but I don't know a lot about them individually. You know what I mean? That sounds like the curtain jerker right there. That's, uh, probably, the, that's I'd the be starter, my guess. So. That'd be my guess. Let's see. The Wolves, we talked about this a little bit. Uh, Davy Richards and Eddie Edwards against the Motor City Machine Guns. Oh, that's, that's going to be good. the match. That the, that's going to steal that's the show. Steal it. Yeah. It, uh, it's still a bit of a disconnect because, you know, Davy was just out defending Impact from Honor <laughs> No More. And now he's teaming up with the leader of Honor No More in a tag match. But I'll never complain about a Wolves match. I remember when they were wrestling with the Briscoes and the Kings of Wrestling and uh, just probably the best tag team in the country. For oh, a couple yeah. of years, until they both got so big, they they had to put the world titles on them. Like Eddie beat Roddy, I think, for the world title. Then Davey beat him. And then it just kind of fizzled out a little. I kind of remember all that. I was really into UFC at the time that was going on too. Um, but I remember the Wolves, and every time I turned them on on Impact, I was like, "Wow, oh, these guys are these guys are good. They were fun to watch." If you thought they were good in Impact, you should see their stuff from Ring of Honor. Yeah, That's so good. I got some DVDs. I'll let you. <laughs> I'll let you borrow. I got a couple I got to return. Yeah, I think you still have my Cage of Death DVD from CGW. Sure, sure I do. I had it out one day, and I was like, I'm going to take that back to Mark, right. and then I forgot. With uh, Drake Younger <laughs> throwing guys <laughs> through glass and back in happier days for yeah. Drake before he got all political. and Wrapped, He's got the tinfoil helmet he's, on now. Uh, I think he changed the name to Florida Man now. <laughs> he's running for office and super, super religious yeah, and all that. He's something. Yeah, Nice guy. I oh, met him. You met him. Right? I have I have never had a bad interaction with Drake. He was very cool. An NXT show with me and Kyler. He took pictures with yeah. him and stuff. So. I I saw him. I used to see him at IWA shows when he would be working death matches or whatever. He, I was there when he won the Ted Petty Invitational. You know, had a hell of a weekend that night. And great guy. Very happy. That was IWA, right? IWA been south. Yeah, yeah, pretty sure they're defunct now. And yeah, they're sad. not. Big, they're not big. Fan, uh, not a not a lot of fans of them out there. <laughs> no, well, not a lot of fans of Ian. You know, for better yeah. or worse. Uh, good thoughts to Ian. You know, he was actually going to come on the show with us. Uh, he still may eventually, but we're going to kind of give him his uh, his space for now. We're not going to bug him too much. Let him handle his uh, his his affairs and his business and everything. Uh, moving on. <laughs> uh, let's see. We got. That I means Mark doesn't want me to rock the boat. I, I do, no, I want I want to be gentlemen. We're not going to rock the boat too much. Uh, I don't know if this is a tag match or a four way match, Narge. It's a triple A. It's a lucha match. Marco's missing out talking about this one. Ray Phoenix, Taurus, Laredo Kid, and Bandito. I'm pretty sure it's a four way. I heard. Yeah. Okay, that'll be just a train wreck, high flying fiasco. You know. So let me ask you this. Those guys, that's some of the AAA guys, and they're able to do this. Why was Penta and some of those guys not able to do Forbidden Door? I think it's because they're not affiliated with AEW. Okay. I don't or know. you mean, or like New Japan? Or, I mean, what was the issue there? The, the issue was AAA and New Japan. Okay. That's why I was wondering. Because CMLL is working with New Japan now. Ah, okay. But uh, I thought it was bullcrap because Andrade is under contract to 
AAA and AEW, so we should have gotten a pass to do the show. I agree. What him and Penta, him and, him and Penta and Phoenix, Roosh, all those guys. Because it would have been awesome to see a Wilson Gorbanabali's team of with Rush Andrade and Naito and Shingo in it. Yeah, Naito, uh, he wasn't on the show either, he right? Wasn't on he the complained show. about it. He said yeah, he, he wasn't invited. I thought he was out hurt, but he said he wasn't invited. He'd been hurt. I okay. think they might have been booked the show before he came back, but Mark's I don't know that. back without beers. No, he's got one. But <laughs> one. Me, but not for me. <laughs> but... Uh, Oh, okay. Then uh, <laughs> the other match on here, uh, Narge, besides the flair match, we got the Briscoes and the Von Erics, uh, Marshall and Ross, Kevin's sons. I like that. That's yeah, going to be a good match. It's going to be a fun match. Br- Briscoes are you know, they, yeah. staying busy. Yeah, and the Von Erics are a damn good team. They're gonna bre- is their dad out with them? Does he usually, come out? He usually is, but I don't okay. know if he will be here. Let me see if it says on here. It doesn't say on the thing that I'm looking at. You would think with it being a flare thing, you know, flare try thing, to get definitely. some of these big names out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, the last match is Ric Flair's farewell match. And no, Dwayne, we do not know who Flair's facing yet. So I'm going to ask you, Narch, who do you think it should be? I think it should be the pain train. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, you know, I who 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 should it be or who would I know like who it, it to be? I know who I think it should be. I think the easiest option is Jay Lethal because they've been working together. Right. Uh, that, that doesn't excite me. I'm not tuning in to watch him wrestle Jay Lethal. Sorry. No. Uh, I've thought about a couple of names. And the one I'm going to throw out to you may surprise you because he's older too, but he's on his farewell tour this year, and that's great Muda. Ooh, interesting. I'd like to see Flair and Muda. Be, yeah, they're both kind of on their... They're both kind of on their last legs, so to speak. Yeah. Professionally, not, uh, you know, oh, they're yeah. not about to keel over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you who I think it should be. I think it's a no-brainer. I think it's. I think it's got to be Sting. Makes the most sense. I mean, if oh, you're going to have somebody you, for Flair's last match, Dwayne agreed with you. You owe him Taco Bell. Uh, I owe him nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he said it should be Sting. I, I would have loved to have saw Hogan get involved. Not you know, even if they if they did the tag match thing, I think Hogan could have worked the puncher too. You ain't gonna take right. a bump, but if it was if he was in better shape, it would have been awesome if they could have had worked out a deal where it would be Triple H. Oh yeah. But, I don't you know, think they get along right now. Yeah, I said in happier times, yeah. you know, than if Triple H was healthy. But yeah, the guy yeah, that makes the most sense is Sting, and I think Tony would sign off on that in a heartbeat. I think so. Uh, the, the issue I have is they haven't announced it yet. Is it going to be a surprise? Don't make it. If it's a surprise, it takes away from the Ric Flair moment. They're yeah, they're counting on Flair selling this out by himself, basically, and. Yeah, and except people are going to be instead of giving Flair's flowers at the show, they're going to be looking at the speculate. Yeah, so I'm hoping a week before we get that. I mean, right. the the clock's ticking. The so. clock is ticking. Uh, I'm trying to think who else it could be. I'm trying to think of guys that Flair's worked with in the past. Well, that was me. You know, they, they had mentioned Ricky Steamboat at one point, and yeah. Steamboat, Steamboat probably he, he won't don't want to do it. Yeah, he he could have, but he's still in ring shape. Pretty much. Ricky Morton is another guy that right. probably could do it. Uh, I'm surprised they're not on the card. That's, that surprised me, too. You know, because that was the talk early on was Rock and Roll Express and FTR, I think. and then Something like that. Six Man, I think. It was. Uh, I think they said it was going to be FTR and uh, Steamboat against Flair and the Rock and Roll or vice versa or something. Hell, you know what would have been cool if he could have came out there? And again, I don't know what he could do. We saw him with Vince was FTR and Bret Hart against Ric Flair and maybe Rock and Roll Express. You know, yeah, that, like that'd be that. cool. Yeah. I mean, that, that makes sense. Brett wrestled Terry Funk in his retirement match. Uh, something I thought would be cool <laughs> if FTR was on the show, if they would have come out with Cornette. Yeah. I like that. Oh, Corny. He's 
FTR and Cornette. Uh, so it's, uh, it's a match made in heaven, especially Ric Rick Flair and Orange Cassidy. FTR using the uh, Midnight Express inspired music, you know. Oh yeah. You know we have a a design for a jumping the rail th- inspired Midnight Express themed T shirt that we haven't quite put in yet. Yeah, but, I'm waiting uh, for that one. I like I like some of their gear there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but no, Sting's not a bad choice. I went outside the box with Muda. It's not gonna be Muda. It's probably Sting or Lethal. Uh, yeah, that's be my guess. Because I don't think Wyndham's in ring shape anymore. I think Andrade? Makes, <laughs> Maybe they've secretly been doing, you know, I mean, we've seen Maybe. the lethal videos. Right. But has him and Andrade been doing yeah. something? So. <laughs> how, about, how about Russo? <laughs> <laughs> He's Bro. getting there with his ass, yeah. That should be Bischoff. Bischoff, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> this final FU to Bischoff. Um, there's so many options. I mean... Hell, you know what would have been fun? I mean, Rick and Dusty used to throw down back in the day. Why not Flair and Dustin? I thought about that, too. And Dustin can work. Oh, yeah. Dustin so. could get Flair through a hell of a match. That'd be fantastic. So, Dustin doesn't get his due. He's He could easily be the best all-around worker in AEW, even now in his age. For the age and the shape he's in. I mean, you look at some of these AEW guys, and Vince didn't see the money in him at this age, but there's Dustin, there's Billy Gunn, there's Sting. These are guys who Vince said uh, put them out the pasture christian look what christian's doing <laughs> they're all doing good stuff and i yeah. tony's using them all the right way in my opinion mostly the ones were discussed yeah i, I still think he's not using sting right uh, with the, the darby thing's gone on too long but where do you go with him i'm telling you turn uh turn sting on darby make sting a heel yeah make him a baseball bat popsicle I don't, I don't mind that, but I, fans, I don't think they want their last thought of Sting to be heel. So if he's going to do the heel thing, I think it's got to be short term, maybe a six month. Yeah, it'd be that. a heel team, but then he would turn it back around. Yeah, before he bid the audience adieu. You know what he? I wouldn't mind seeing is him turning heel on Darby. They feud for months. Maybe Darby just takes it too far one match, busts Sting open, just just relentless like snaps, and the fans kind of. You know, one of those kind of like Rocky four, right? Where the fans turn on Drago and they're like, yeah, that's how Sting comes back. So, and we all know Rocky is the baddest ass son of a bitch ever. He did beat Thunderlips by the fucking way. You know, no contest. You know, we missed this weekend. I saw it. A buddy of mine went to Expo Chicago and got Uh to meet Carl Weathers. Oh, man. He's in Chicago this weekend. I was like, action fucking Jackson. Nice. What was his name in Predator? Uh, shit, you old son of a bitch. Dead meat. No, Dutch, what do you call him? He said, oh, you son. And they do the... Uh, they the do the bro, bro shake. The bro, yeah. <laughs> Can't think of his name. He was... Outside of Apollo Creed, that was the other one that I knew. He was so. also the police chief on In the Heat of the Night when uh, Carol O'Connor got promoted the sheriff of Sparta. I didn't know that. Yeah. I got to find this out now. Predator. <laughs> it's going to bother Carol. you for the rest of the night if you don't find it. Because I can it. hear it. I can hear him say it. Uh, Dylan. Dylan, you son of a That's bitch. That's it. <laughs> So let's get into. I got another topic for you, Narge. We're going to move on from Flair. We're going to enjoy that Flair shot. I think we're going to watch it. Yeah, we're going to get together here, watch it, and uh, we'll woo it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my Four Horsemen t shirt handy. I, uh, Keith Gibson, I think, is jealous of me. I found the like 1987 Four Horsemen Bad to the Bone t shirt online. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I, so I'll, be, I'll be rocking that one. Shout out to Keith Gibson. Normally he's on, but he's doing a, a deal tonight. Uh, he's going to be hosting. Greet, right? Yeah, meet and greet. He's going to be hosting Unity Football 
over there on the Clubhouse Lounge Radio, and yep. they're doing a little meet and greet down at the bar in Tolono, Illinois. So, and also good thoughts to Keith. He's having some uh, some family uh, strife this evening. I think his I think his dad's in the uh, hospital or something. He's got a procedure coming up, and yeah. his dad's the world champ. So, yeah, right. shout out to Bosco Gibson. Yeah, good thoughts to all the Gibsons and everything. We're thinking about you guys. But yeah, check that out, Clubhouse Lounge Radio. You can find Keith over there. You can find us. You can find all sorts of uh, yeah. awesome local music stuff, local music, yeah. and yeah, check it out. Clubhouse Lounge Radio. Yes. So I have another question for you uh, before we get to our top 10 Tuesday, Narge. Alrighty. Thunder Rosa is our AEW women's champion. Is she? The world champion. Wow. Uh, <laughs> she, she defended against Tony Storm. Now they're Thunderstorm. They're a tag team, which name is great. I love mm-hmm. it. It's, it's match made in heaven. But who is there out there for her to defend against now? She's gone through just about everybody now. Yeah. What? So, AEW didn't have anybody. But the rumor is, the rumor I've is, heard the rumor. There could be three new female faces coming over. Potentially, which, and I know I always go on on it, but they don't need more people. They need more women. And these three could really do something. Yes. You want to run down those three names? Naomi. Okay. Soraya. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the best of all, who I would love to see work. Whether it's Thunder or Britt, Sasha Banks. Yeah. Sasha and Britt Baker? Oh, man. Sasha alone would really ramp up that women's division. Can you imagine Sasha staring at now? Body-wise, no. Sasha and Jade Cargill staring down. The baddies against the bad boss. the boss. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it writes itself. Yeah. So Now, has Naomi gotten released? The last I, I, I heard, she hadn't gotten a release. I think Sasha has. Yeah, and that's that's still all rumor. They've never actually posted that. I know they've all been removed from they were removed from the videos. Right. Sasha's picture was removed from the Peacock like app where you could like pick yeah. I think mine's Roman Reigns because you know, I just mine's Ron one. Swanson. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> but they removed Sasha from that. Right. Which could be a massive swerve, you know. It could totally could be. be. I mean, I, it, with Sasha, I have my doubts. Yeah. Naomi, I think, would conceivably come back. She's literally married to the cousin of the the biggest star in yeah. all of WWE. And so. I'm I'm hearing all kinds of talk and everything. I'm like they're saying Sasha manipulated Naomi into doing this. And saying Sasha screwed Naomi out of her title shot by complaining and all. It's it's all yeah. hearsay and speculation and all that. But I wouldn't mind seeing Tony Storm beat Thunder Thunder Rosa. I just don't think Tony's a strong promo. She's good in the ring. She's yeah. beautiful. Again, not a strong promo. I don't. I don't know who you put up. I, th- I think it's got to be Jade. Her and Jade. I think Jade rides this undefeated wave for a little more, yeah. and then I think she winds up being the one to beat her. And then Britt Baker returns to the picture. The thing is, you just can't have a division around three women. No, they've got to... WWE tried that. Didn't quite work. They've got enough male talent that they can kind of pick and choose who they want the female talent i mean anna yeah. jay's been beat twice now right um julia hart's not doing anything julia hart's not doing shit uh kind of farting shirts with her heel turn yeah so serena's good i think she's too old at this point really i don't she's i don't see their fan she's the professor for a reason i think she's yeah. there to teach these young girls kind of make like look the good. sarah del rey role kind of right. so speaking of uh Mark's going to suggest China should show up. I see it, see it in his face. What about that China lady? She's isn't dead. She, isn't she in one of the zombie flicks now? No, she was in a porno flick. Well, I heard about that too, but lady nowadays she plays a <laughs> zombie in everything she does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, she's lying in wait. <laughs> That's terrible. Rest her soul. Yes. She was very nice when I met her. She was. 
talk about the weather. It's funny. That's what I do when I don't want to talk to somebody. I talk about the weather just yeah, so we can yeah. move the fuck on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, half of Narge's dates were just like that. Right. Oh, it's chilly out here tonight. He was always talking now about wrestling, tell. and they lost interest. And you know, well, it, it never went. Like I said, it never went real well when they said, "Oh, it's chilly out here." And I said, "Oh, I could tell." <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> out of my eye yeah. must be the wrong women, dude. <laughs> so, something I wanted to bring up with you from last week, uh, Brody King got his title shot with Moxley. I thought it was a hell of a match. It was. It was good. He was a surprise to win that that battle yeah, royal. I, I didn't see that coming. I mean, he's a big dude in there. He's one of the ones you, you know, in those kind of matches, they try to target that guy first. Let's get him out. Right. And he ended up winning. Um, what I thought was strange about that though wasn't necessarily the match. Was afterwards with Sting and Darby coming out, trying to give him kudos. I think. Um, I did you see the video though of where mm-hmm. Brody attacked Darby in like a hot topic or something? Oh yeah, Power it was a, it was a, a I think it was a meet and greet or something. Yeah. In a hot topic store? Well, they they both look like they belong or work there. So oh. I think it was at a meet and greet somewhere, uh, like maybe at a con or something. It was probably at a hot topic. It looked like a hot topic. I don't <laughs> Might have been. But um, get your nipple piercings, everyone. Where, where do they go from? I mean, are we going to get? Is it Alice? Not Alistair. Malachi and Brody against Darby and Sting. You know, I don't know. Probably Brody and uh, Buddy. Oh, Buddy. <laughs> Yeah, he ain't been around a while. He's hurt too. He's, Is he he's hurt? dealing with a shoulder yeah. thing or something. I, I heard. mean, I, I'm a big fan of Buddy Matthews, but in that group, that name does not fit. Yeah, you, you gotta say Buddy, and I'm thinking Buddy the Elf, and I think you know Rip James Con. Ah, uh, yes, oh, R.I.P. James Con from the Charlestown Chiefs. We're all taking, taking a drink. For him? I don't yeah. have a drink. That's all right. That's I right. got a fucking cold ass beer. <laughs> How dare you walk yes. in here with a cold beer and not offer one? <laughs> I'll see what I got in the fridge. No, but... it's all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm holding back on the last two cans I of this know. particular beer for a reason. When are you guys leaving town and coming back? Middle of August. That's August. Uh, yes, yeah, so you won't be able to get. We won't have any of this for then. Uh, is that is that the quint yeah. beer? This that is, is quint the quint beer. beer. Yeah. I will so attempt I have two to... cans left, so he and I can break those open on the first official pool party. Yeah. Nice. I'll crush them like quint. Yeah. You don't need a bigger can. Then we're going to swim with some bow-legged women. Are you coming over? Uh, what day is that? <laughs> I believe uh, July 30th is the July date we have selected as the first official let's go fucking get fucked up in a pool day. Well, that's uh, that's SummerSlam day. Cannonball. That works out great. We start in the pool, and then we end up with the SummerSlam, SummerSlam later. Yeah. When everybody's sitting around yeah. with sunburns and bitching. And then we're back the next day for Ric Flair. God damn it. Why do we come here Why don't so we just, often? We should just camp out at right. your look, house. Look, I don't know how you guys are going to Can I get this. mail here? Look, look, look. Here, here's the deal. Okay, I'm going to be honest, okay? One of you gets the bed. One of you gets to sleep under the studio table. That's how this works. You guys have to leave your wives elsewhere. I'm sorry. Uh, you're, you, you like dogs and that's, animals. I that's actually my weekend to work, so I'd be coming late both days. But, I mean, yeah, I, I think my wife is itching to try out the pool at some point. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, you know, when it's finished, which if everything goes right based on all the information I got today, will be tomorrow. It will be fully put together. We have to fill it with water. It's 13,000 gallons. Might take a couple days. As soon as it's ready to swim in, people can come over and use it. That, that'll that be the end of it. But the first official pool party is two and a half weeks away. Are you listening, ladies? That's right. <laughs> well, we have... I mean, next weekend we have a concert. The weekend after that we have a concert. The thirtieth is the only day we didn't have a fucking concert. That's true. We had a we had a we had a, a ding thing. And now we, we, we had we had some other shit going on, but it it, had to, it had to pass. Yeah. But, yes, but it had to pass. We're delaying so, that. So. We're delaying it. <laughs> 
So we're gonna pool party. We're gonna. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna It'll be a fun uh, weekend. We'll have SummerSlam. We got Phoebe, Phoebe show. Kate set up out here. Right? Was that her? Fast times, Phoebe? Yeah. Yeah, Phoebe yeah. Kate's. Yes. Moving gonna... in stereo. Ah, yeah. An old uh, old judge. <laughs> yes. Giving himself the Reinhold. <laughs> <laughs> giving give himself the Iggy there. So what gems has Dwayne presented today that I absolutely need to hear about? Oh, we're just uh, telling us things we know. General chime-ins, you know, nothing too fancy. Because we love Dwayne. Yeah. We do. He's all right. Has he told you guys yet that water is wet? He has not. Oh, Dwayne, you're slipping, brother. I'm just messing with you, buddy. Trying to make you laugh. Yes, 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 yes. As a producer, I must tell you as a host, dead air is bad. I know, I know, I know. Hum if you must. On to our top ten. Oh, wow. Oh, the top ten already. I thought that's what she said. Yeah. Well, eventually. You said before we get to the top ten. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't know there was going to be. That's bullshit about something else he said. Well, I was going to say, we still got some time. uh, I can stretch out the top ten for uh, 40 minutes, but uh, it might not be. All that Narge, I'm going to go find some shitty tequila. I'll <laughs> yeah, be right back. Find, bring me a cold beer. <laughs> Rubbing, I shall find a cold beer. Macho Man Randy Savage again. Oh, stop. I didn't know we were doing girl talk. <laughs> hey, your phone's ringing. Huh? We're, we're, <laughs> we're all just on bated breath here to see what happens. I hope, hope it's an apology. <laughs> well, we're about to find out. Uh-oh. All right. What? Let me see what I want to talk about then. Have what do you want to done, talk about, Nard? We talked about everything. Over We've there? talked about everything on my list oh, here. We could talk about the horny old CEO. We could talk about. You know, let's get into that a little bit. I don't want to get too far into it because it's still a lot of stuff that we don't know. There's moving pieces. There's a lot of moving pieces. Uh, we know Gornitis is out as the head of talent relations. Bruce Pritchard has taken that uh, role. Yeah, at least in the interim. I don't know if that's a full time. Vince, Vince is not making the day to days. That's no, Stephanie. Yeah, Triple H is back in the uh, in the production for the NXT. Area. I haven't yeah. seen anything change over there too much yet. Uh, not quite, not yet. I mean, I'm sure they're cycling some stuff around. I, I, before we get to Vince, though, we we never talk about NXT. We well, never do. The problem is that we do this live on Tuesdays. So we don't. Yeah. So by the time it rolls, but I don't think we're missing much. I hate to say there's, that. There's some good things. Uh, Roxanne Perez is uh, she and Cora Jade won the tag titles last week. Saw that she has a title shot tonight with uh, Mandy. Okay, because she won the breakout tournament. Jordan Devlin's got a new character, right? JD McDonough is his name, and I like I, it. It's a good name. You like that? I like the Devlin name. Yeah, that's his real name. So I think people always complain when they change guys' names, and I think that they're doing these guys a favor by changing the names because this way. They can still use use it when they go back to the indies or wherever. They're yeah. shouting in the living room. Oh, yeah. getting scared. Mom There's, and dad are fighting again. Bus- business is picking up. <laughs> uh, for me, so I look back to NXT four years ago, mm-hmm. five years ago, just a who's who of talent on that roster, right? Right. Now I'm like, ah, eh, eh, I don't know. I like they're tag team guys. I don't know. There's a Briggs guy and some. Briggs there's and a there's a couple of Zoolanders running around and uh, that is pretty deadly. Is I'm glad the tag you know team. this. Yeah, I, why am I on the show? Those are NXT UK guys that oh. came over. Uh, Briggs and Jensen are the current UK tag champs. They're from regular NXT, but they went over. I think for uh, they had to fill a void. Somebody got hurt. I think so. They changed it up a little bit. Yeah. 
I and I hate to say this hot take here, and they, I'm almost over Braun Breaker too. I mean, he didn't. There's no legitimate competition for the man. They they brought Cameron Grimes up. He smoked him. I think Cameron's going to the main roster. I really do. I, I think he should uh, make him got, part of the uh, fucking uh, male models thing. Oh, with Eli Drake. Pete, and from what I'm hearing about that, people are liking Mansoor and Mace. But they're not so much like an Eli Drake in the role. I'm, I'm sorry. It's Mansois and Massey. Mansois and Massey. <laughs> People are enjoying them, but Eli, they, they yeah, think Eli's, Eli's kind of just... He's a little flat. He, yeah, somebody said he's trying his best, but I think he's not into it. It's one of those where he knows it's... It needs, he needs to be Eli Drake during... Like, the promo... The delivery is his, his appeal. Yeah. When he does his promos. But I just... What was the guy that had the little fake Brock Lesnar with him for a while. What was his name? He looked like a priest. Oh, Gacy. Gacy. Yeah, he was kind of a, a less talented version of Kevin Owens. Like a Kevin Owens-Bray Wyatt hybrid, kind of. Yeah. And dressed like uh, Reverend Devon. A little bit. <laughs> what happened to him? Uh, still there. Is he um, still there, too? I'm not sure what the plan is for him. I think he's still kind of in the in the mix. You know what I'd like to see happen over there? And they, they, they brought Ziggler down and this and that. Why not Wade Barrett? Why not get in shape and let Wade do something with? Him? I'd like to see Wade come back, do a heel turn, let him get in there and smoke breaker. Wade Wade started Nexus, which was kind of NXT before yeah, was, NXT. Yeah, put the belt on him. I, I would I would watch that. I'd like to. And I think Bade, I bet Wade could still go. I bet he could. To. I love when they bring guys down just to work with, even for a few weeks. It's like the old territories, you know, where yeah. it's like you get the attraction for. And I kind of want to see something along those same lines. What if Seth Rollins came down? Yeah, he'd be fan- just he'd be for, just for three weeks, you know. Something. Any, and I, I thought that was kind of the plan was to rotate some of these guys. For me, with Barrett, I know when he first came back and they announced him as being an announcer, that was the rumor was always going to get involved, back, yeah. and he, he hasn't. Right. Um, speaking of retired guys and doing stuff, did you see Booker T was? He sported the old gear. I yeah. saw. Which leads me to believe I think we see him at the Rumble this year. Finally, you think so? They've been talking about it. I think it's he's due. Yeah. I think maybe this was kind of a trial run to see how he felt. I I wish that they would have done something with Harlem Heat at some point, like when they were in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that mania the next night. I think they could have done something with, with missed Harlem opportunity. Heat. I don't know what how much Stevie can do, but I thought maybe just a one off of Harlem Heat. He can throw a clothesline or something. Punches, right? you know. Yeah, doesn't take a bump. No, the Booker do that. That's right. But uh, but no, I was I was always a fan of Harlem Heat oh. back in the day, even though they're actually Houston Heat. Old then old Stevie ran off with the slapjack. That's right. Is is mom and dad okay? We heard yelling. Too much he probably down there drinking too much sake. Uh, we're talking sake. about another special guest. Sake it to me, baby. What is this? The what greatest here? the greatest Wine phone bomb ever on this show. Wine stuff on our So this is tequila, boys. Why is it in that cup? Spicy water. I don't trust it. <laughs> make it cold. Oh. oh yes. What kind of tequila is it? Camarena? <laughs> That's all I have. No, it's crap. Yeah, spicy water. Yes, yeah, I agree. Huh? <laughs> I'm going to bring that mug in and just keep it here for the pod. What's that? I have a uh, Danhausen spicy water coffee mug. Ooh, that sounds cool. All right, I'm back. Sorry. And to anybody that's listening, that we're sorry the, the podcast sounded disjointed as fuck and was a little low <laughs> and all that. I had a crash in the entire studio today and had to rebuild shit and didn't have time to test it. Uh, as you probably heard, we've been busy with... Uh, Building a new entertainment center for our friend group. 
It's uh, Marco's Fun Castle. This show's that's really, it. really, the show's gone on without a hitch. Yeah, oh, I mean, there good. were so many listeners. They said, "Oh, you guys got rid of that guy." Yeah, that exactly. Shit. What did we did we hit our first show with a thousand listeners finally? Uh, this may be the. Are lowest, we up to eight? This may be We're the up... lowest attended show, actually. Without well, you. well, just for the live feed, it'll, it'll pick up on the uh, podcast stream because we'll. It doesn't count out. when you listen to it twenty times in a row at work, Mark. I I, I can only listen to myself once, maybe. Harshest critic. Right That's right. There. He's That's got right. us on loop, so every two weeks he's able to listen to two hour episodes. It's twelve times a day. That's uh, 14 days. That's what? Uh, 12 times 14. So that's 144 listens, let's call it, every two weeks. I'm sorry. Jack uh, the numbers. Matt Damon get, over here. If he, get, tw- if he can get his four iPads, his three computers, and his wife's other devices plus his phone to do it, we got 2,000 streams a week just from their house. I'm checking your math because I don't think that's right. 12 times 12 is 144. Yeah, I was doing a rough. Hey, he, he I know. I was doing a rough. I know what it is. He I was roughing it. He moonlights as a janitor at a college. That's right. When he's not here. I only do that. Rough. I only do that because have you seen some of the ladies at college lately? Then he's, then he's got to go see about a girl. <laughs> yes, sir. Let me see here. Oh, look, look. This is like a perfect drink. Although, you must hate Robin Williams' character in that movie, Narch, because he skipped out on game six of the 75 World Series just to chase some tail. You doing, Missed Robin? out on Pudge, man. Is that Red Sox and Reds? Yeah, that's when Pudge hit the home run. Mm-hmm. We haven't yeah. heard from you, Robin. You here next Tuesday night? We're doing the All Star. We're doing game. the All Star game. Hey, on the, big, on gonna, the big screen. Drop the biggie. I got to figure out which jersey I'm going to wear. Well, see, for me, it'll be a uh, a Machado jersey and a Red Sox hat. So I'm good either way. You're just playing both sides of the fence, eh? Yeah, uh, I'm going to play both sides too. You know why? Because I'm wearing a fucking Shohei Otani shirt. I figured. Because you know what? The dude had got on as a pitcher. And a designated hitter, so and he is honestly, a beast. I hate that. That bothers me. I don't give a fuck what you think because no. <laughs> he's taking up two fucking roster spots. Anthony Rizzo should have been on that All Star team, but fuck he won't. Oh wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you butt hurt? No, my butt is fine. You know what? I real quick, it's not wrestling related, but did you see who's entering the home run derby? Uh, Big Poo, I saw Albert Pujols for no yeah, damn yeah. reason. No, no, there was him and one awesome. other. They added uh, Cabrera. Cabrera, yeah. No, hey, you know what? That's the All Star game. game. That's the actual game. Pujols okay. doing the home run derby. You know what? So Pujols. You know what? Pujols is, whether you're a Cub fan or not, a Cardinal fan or not, Pujols is a fucking legend. In our lifetime, we've seen a few legends, and he is definitely one of them. But he has not had an all-star caliber season. He's hitting 190. Yeah. But I love everything (laughs) they're doing with him this year. They're kind of, they let him go out and pitch, and then. Couldn't have a little fun. I just want to point something out. Puts him in the all-star game. How old is is Pujols? 40? 38? How much have you had to drink? I think he claims to be 38. Let me check. Okay, let's let's call him 38. Let's call him 40. I don't give a shit. 38? He's older than me. Is he? I don't know. I hope so. God damn. (laughs) I thought he was in his 20th year. He hasn't aged well. Hang on. According to Wikipedia, he was born January 16th, 1980. Oh, yeah. He got me beat by four years. So he's. 40, he's 42. That's what I said. So he's 42 years old. How old are you, Mark? I'm 40. You're 40. So right now, could you do better than 190 in the major leagues? Uh, No, but I could you have done do that. so at 23? No. No, so on. shut the fuck up. He's still a legend. I didn't Albert, say he's not a legend. I'm saying he's playing like shit right now. Albert is, I believe, the oldest player in major league with Rich Hill and the, the Red Sox at number two. Right on. So. Right on. Here's my thinking on Pujols. He deserves this one last go around. He came back to the Cardinals for it. He he earned every bit of his stripes, and I think if this is what we get this year, it's a perfect the, send off. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm I don't cheering. mind. I don't mind the farewell. Now, tour. if he pulls, if he pulls back that fucking retirement like goddamn right. Tom Brady, fuck him. I don't think anybody will sign him though. I think he's done. I, the Cardinals. They, they, this is kind of a, you know, swamp song. Sorry for letting you go. Right. I am pulling for him in the Derby on. 
uh, Monday Night. I'm, I'm pulling for Schwarber, but I, uh, I love Schwarber. But he was in it what a year, two years ago. He got screwed over by Bryce Harper. And yeah, he didn't is Shohei so in it this year? No, probably not. He, I wouldn't if I was him. A lot of these guys yeah. don't. Well, I know Vladimir Guerrero is not doing. He hurt his wrist last yeah. year. Afterwards, yeah. a lot of guys so. don't do it because it'll mess up their stroke. Yeah, but I got to cheer for Albert. I just think that's fun. I do like that the commissioner has now. When I read a thing, they're going to implement in the future, not necessarily this season, where they could bring a legend onto the team. So if the All Star Game wanted Ken Griffey Jr. and what? fucking Greg Matt, yeah, I read that the other day. I don't like that. They have the ability to do that. It doesn't mean shit anymore, though. It's just for fun. Should we? Should we? Should we start the nomination process and make sure Junior gets in there? One. How many Junior to hit the gym? Uh, I mean, the swing's <laughs> still there, but he's going to have to get it around the belly. You know who I saw the other day that's let himself go, and this is where jump the rails here. <gasps> Sean Kemp. Oh yeah, yeah. The, I rain saw him the, the rain man. The rain man. He yeah. came out. Of, was it the Rangers or so, maybe it was a Mariners game to pitch? Mariners game. Couldn't yeah. keep his pants up. His belly is so big. Yeah. That dude ain't jumping. Oh. He ain't dunking nothing. But you know what he does when he gets to the rail? He hopes it's got wide gaps for his belly he rolls to fit over it. He dunking donuts. That's it. That's I'll the only thing he's dunking anymore. You know who's in good shape still is Douglas Shrimp. Oh, yeah. Well, he retired what two years ago? <laughs> that's that's Nowitzki. Detlef. Oh, you, that's right. I'm thinking the wrong. Uh, he was hanging that's out right. with uh, with Tommy Tom Haverford. Tom Haverford. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. You know who's still in good fucking shape is Shannon. Goddamn sharp. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. yeah Holy right. fuck. Shredded. Him, I say. I watch on YouTube. I watch the two of them go at it. How do we you turn know, Marco's microphone down? So loud. <laughs> oh, sorry. You were so loud. I can do that. I'm sorry. When, just a little. When Cavazzo said that we were too low, he just turned himself up. Yeah. <laughs> How's that? Is that better? It better. Yeah. I, there yes, we go. I there we go. I, I mean, I, I just it. turned us up, so now we're all shouting. Right. right. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Well, I was trying. I adjusted earlier for the, the. Who was the deaf person that told us we were too quiet? David Cavazos. Oh well, tell David them hearing aids ain't turned up right. <laughs> It's all that entry. He probably sits by the gorilla position at zero one. And well, what that. is it? he sits no, right he there sits next by, to the announcers, no, and they go, "And now he's like, fuck my." Well, no, there's no one. There's no announcers there. They do that all in post. Oh, but David sits by the front door, taking selling tickets and concessions, all that. Oh, Bear I like sits that. At, Bear sits at the timekeeper's table. Okay, but uh, yeah, other than that, it's just you know, it's good stuff. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. I'm a little. I'm Narge. What do you think of the beer? It's not bad. It's a, it's a weird beer. Can it's you, a Stefaner. Can good. you pronounce that? Vian Stefaner. I tried. You missed that. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, I said so, wine Stephanie's er. So we're looking forward to Night Ranger, Marco, on oh, August 20th. Oh, fuck, yeah. But a part of me is a little sad because we're going to miss a pretty damn good show in Mattoon. Yeah. Mike Bennett and Jonathan Gresham one-on-one. I I didn't realize how short Jonathan Gresham is. He's a, he's a little guy. He's a heel now. Yeah. He turned on he's with one Tully. of our favorites. It turned on uh, Moriarty. Uh, yeah. Better watch out. He might reach up and smack you on the face. He's a little guy. It's a good thing AEW's around Ring of Honor because there's no way Vince would sign Jonathan Gresham. Not no. a chance right, in hell. Right. He, I mean, he, he barely goes over the top rope. I mean, his head. Yeah, he's a short but guy. He, I mean, he's talented as hell. And I ain't oh, trying he's a great to, wrestler. I'm not yeah. trying to size shame the man. But No. We've, 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 we've covered that with Kingston mm. earlier. No, wrestling is for everybody. It is for everybody. That's on a t-shirt, I think. Ladies love wrestling, too, right, Mark? Yeah. Here's our segue. Yep. Uh, ProWrestlingTees.com. We got a couple new uh, designs up. We have, uh, number one, we have our finally have our Team Marco shirt with the Cowboy Star on it. Get that for August, Marco's Marco's 65th birthday. It's not a Cowboy Star. It is a Lone Star. A Lone Star. Because a Lone Star is not copyrighted. There you go. A Dallas Cowboy Star is. But But again, I recommend you pick that up for August. We're going to celebrate Mark's 65th birthday all month long. (laughs) 
Um, his, Marco Palooza. Wait a minute. Even if you switch the digits, you'd be wrong. I, I can't keep track. Well, you look. I think I'll be fit. Yeah, 54. 54. Yeah. Well, Next right. year, I'm going to have an I can't drive 55 fucking party. We're going to go see Sammy fucking Hagar, bitches. Drink a lot of tequila. We're red. I'm going to drink. Uh, what is the. Uh, oh, I do have some of that rum. Rick Springfield. Now, Rick Springfield, Sammy Hagar have their own. Oh, yeah. Uh, company and they have a beach bar rum. Yep. Three got, different rums. I got the T-shirt. Yep. There you go. Me too. Springthorpe and Hagar. That's right. But not to be Everybody listening is going, the... do you guys talk about wrestling? Well, we did, but I walked in. Yeah. We talked enough wrestling. Now yep. it's everything else. All right, Narch, behave. Your wife is on uh, on the feed, it looks like. Oh. Or it might be Kyler. Hey, is Kyler listening? I don't know. Well, in Proud about person 35 my... seconds, it'll respond right per- there. A person from my house. Who? Yes. Uh. Kyler, now a proud member of the Illinois whoa, whoa, Braves, whoa, whoa, whoa. as I understand. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Whoa, stop. The fuck? Are we not live? No, nah, it, just, it just said disconnected. Oh. What? Hang on, hang on. It might be an internet thing. I'm not. My yeah, page my isn't phone? loading. Where's my phone? Where from the fucking thing? Let's see. Attempting to reconnect. Yeah, my CPU went up. All right, hang on. Let me go look. It's definitely a Wi-Fi issue. It is. All right. Y'all keep flowing because you can keep doing the show. We may have lost the live, but we still have something to put out there. Well, it says live on Facebook, though. Yeah, but it's delayed a little bit. Uh, Oh, there we go. It looks like it's back. Hey, guys, we dropped out from it. We don't know what happened. Our our entire internet just died on us. Dwayne, can you hear us? (laughs) SOS, Dwayne. Dwayne Carter. Don't go singing Kofi Kingston's music there. Sergeant Dwayne Sergeant Carter. Carter. Shazam. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll, I guess Dwayne we're still... The Rock. So I guess we're still recording, even if we're not having uh, the live feed up. But yeah, so ProWrestlingTees.com. We got the Team Marco shirt. We got the the uh, shirt we put up last month for Pride Month. We got uh, my... Uh, Dwayne part- Can Harris. He said yes. All right, okay, cool. And then we put up a new yeah, shirt yeah, uh, for the ladies now, Narge. It's and a beautiful a, salmon color. And a beautiful salmon color. It's uh and the I phrase it says pink. <laughs> but yeah, just very simple. It just says ladies love wrestling too. With the number two. With the number two. And the O on love is the logo of the show. So. I just want to point out that is the only O Mark Rebman has given any ladies. Oh. I don't know who's been telling that was you that. Sarcastic as fuck. <laughs> We got some good stuff. I've got my yeah. Narge Mania shirt rolling wild. Yeah. You got two versions too, the red and the yellow. Yeah, brother, I got, I got the red one. We when when do we get the Hollywood version? Uh, that's gonna take some doing. I'm gonna figure that out. And uh, I know many of you are waiting with bated breath. And I'll be honest, I've had a very very clean idea in my mind about doing a true Tequila Narge shirt that just like epitomizes who Narge is. But oh, great. I've been a little busy with a lot of shit, but I'm telling right. you guys, digging a hole in your you're backyard. Gonna, you're gonna, yeah, digging a hole. That's it. <laughs> yes. But y'all gonna see a tequila narge design, and I promise you, you'll wear it to every bar in town. I hope so. I I I really do enjoy some of the stuff you've been putting out, though. I know Rachel, my wife, she loved the Motorhead inspired yeah. uh, Redmond yep. shirt. I ordered the Ramones inspired JTR nice. shirt. That yeah. should be coming. In I think the that's mail, my so. favorite one that I've. I designed think so. so that's far. very cool. 
and soon we'll be the only one. Well, one of the few with a logo like that. I saw Mick Foley just signed a Legends deal with WWE. He has a shirt similar to that. Yeah, it's got like dude cactus. Yeah. Mankind. Do well, I need to call an attorney? Nope, no, they're no. pulling Damn. all they're pulling all of his merch. I believe after this week, I'll pro and tease. Yeah. Yep, because he signed this Legends deal. Speaking of legend deals, Noel mm-hmm. Foley's on OnlyFans. Oh wow, there's a legendary deal. <laughs> Is Noel his wife or his granddaughter? His daughter. That's eh, close enough. You'd, I mean, uh, I don't know how old. He's like 60-something, isn't he? Yeah, you'd appre- you might appreciate Noel. She might so, the daughter, late, so the daughter's 40-something. He's late, the he's late 50s. 20-something. Noel's in her no, 20s. Noel's okay. 20-something. Yeah, Mick's okay. like mid-50s. His daughter's in her 20s? 50s. Yeah, I got you. I think so. Maybe Fuck. early 30s. But I, I thought know. I was the only guy that had a kid still under 30 or 20, so. 20 28 seven. years old. Oh, 28. There you go. I there think, you go. I think Mick is like 20 or 58, oh, 59. She's a good-looking girl. There you go. Nars... Okay, and she likes baseball. Yeah, yeah. Good for her. Oh, and now she likes. Oh, she has exclusive content on Facebook. How does that work? I don't know. How exclusive is it if you're on Facebook on a page that everybody can see? Is that exclusive? I I, I don't know. Mickles is fifty-seven. Mickles. Mickles. That's what that's what old uh, Joey Joey Styles called him. Mickles. Yeah, Jolly Saint Mick. Yeah, so he's he's fifty seven. So let's think about that. Old Mickles there's fifty seven, can barely get around. Sting's diving off fucking Titan Trons, and Rick Flair's f- about to wrestle at the fairgrounds at seventy two with a pacemaker. And I'm fifty three, and I was out there digging for a pool, but I did about seven feet away dig a little bit more in case you guys have to bury me in it. So Mark's <laughs> out dig, dig dig it digging holes and hitting twenty. Uh, never mind, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> good times. Good times. Make me tequila. drink more of this putrid tequila. The cradle of love. Rock. The, no. Oh, it was Billy Idol. Terramana, it is not, sir. No, it's not. It's we sweeter. Keep, you can tell. passing it around. It's going to be the Corona Mana. You, you can tell what it is. It's <laughs> very sweet, and that's the problem with it. Yeah. yeah. You can tell it's not 100% blue agave. I like the stuff that I brought over the other night. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, that was yeah, good. That we was drank good the shit out of that, too. We finished that off in no time. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was a half a half. Well, yeah. yeah. It was an eighth. It's the sampler. <laughs> <laughs> but the bottle looked cool. You left the bottle here, by the I way. I know. I got to get it. Yeah, it's on the oh, counter. I, I actually fucking threw it in the garbage. Went, oh, shit. Narge wanted that. You put it up with yours. It looks cool. Broke the cork off in the hole. We should be keeping all the tequila <laughs> bottles. We'll just uh, you'll build a shelf in here. And we'll there we go. Tequila. I want to confess. Uh-oh. When I moved into this house years ago, and a, a certain tequila called Camarena came out, mm-hmm. which is my 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 favorite cheap drink tequila, because it's about 15 Well, it was back then. It was $12, but now it's probably 20 But it was my, no, I will not drink Jose tequila, because it's real tequila, not Jose Cuervo tequila. Mm-hmm. And I bought it, and I kept every bottle, and I kept every bottle, and I kept every bottle. And one when when my roof caved in a few years back, like five, six, eight years ago, they had a giant dumpster out front, and I looked at my collection of t- of Camarena bottles, and I had eighty two of them. Wow. Mark says, "Do I really need these, or do I just want them?" Right. <laughs> and I was like, you know, my badge of honor. I drank all eighty two of those bottles. I'm feeling pretty special. And I walked out on my porch with laundry baskets full. Are we on? Yeah, we're on. All right. I just Facebook's, says we're on. It doesn't say we have any listeners on. Facebook. Well, they're probably bored by now. Dwayne, you still there? Dwayne's still there. Oh, there okay. he is. Misspelling souls, apparently. Two souls searching. Oh, uh, Anyways, Dwayne. Dwayne asked, "Did we watch WWE programs on A and E Sunday?" I did not. No, I. 
They, they're doing the same old shit on the same old people. I don't yeah. care. I, if, if those biography things, if we don't know it now, they ain't going to learn anything yeah. from I those. mean, it was biography on Taker and the rivalries about Brett and Sean. We've seen all that and stuff. And this week's Goldberg. Goldberg. They need to bring back that finding the lost oh, artifact. Oh, the finding Nemo? Oh, yeah. Finding Nemo, no. The, they did a thing where they were treasure hunting, but the, the guy who hosted it, they fired, so. Big Swole or whatever his name oh, was. Oh, yeah. Daddy Dime or something. I remember what was the him, big yeah. guy? AJ Francis. Yeah. Because he was in uh, Hit Row, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. What happened to the Camarena bottles? You threw them all out? So 82 bottles, and I literally walked them out in laundry baskets, stood on the front porch, and right by the roof and just started throwing them. You know where they're at now? Now, here's fu- here's fucking. Well, they're in, a, they're in a dump somewhere. They're in Alamogordo next to the E.T. fucking Atari That's games. it. That's, That's it. Yeah. But 82 bottles thrown not like dropped but thrown into this giant metal thing right <laughs> not a single one broke wow i give you this information to tell you that one night months before i was sitting in my little comfy where they bag chairs you call them right and i had a bottle of camarena on the ground we had a fire pit in front of us and i hit it with my heel just like bump it was right there was boom <laughs> it fell over on the side and it fucking shattered <laughs> so a full bottle of camarena shattered everywhere but empty bottles wouldn't even break when thrown against a metal wall. What get, the fuck? We need to get the Mythbusters guys on. Yeah, that. where are those guys at? How did that work out? Apparently All not right. well if you lost your tequila. Well, fellas, we've bullshitted around long enough. Rachel's watching. Let's Mar- go for the top ten. Mar- oh, wait a minute. Marvin I want to th- know, is Kyler is Kyler listening? I don't know. Marvin the Thug or what's his oh, name? Oh, Marvin Moser. Yeah, He's the watching. whole life thug. I saw right. he wrestled. I, I think he wrestled this past weekend. And Homer. Homer. Yeah. Yeah, we missed that show. Did he see uh, all of our empties laying around after we rocked the fuck out <laughs> of that town? We rocked the fuck out of that town. Hey, shout out to Marvin, though. Uh, there was a promo out there on Zero One where he was wearing our t-shirt. Looked damn good. Oh, dude. that was awesome. I did see that. That yeah. was great. I showed Revan, you. Revan, yeah. look straight into the camera and tell him thank you personally. Marvin, and I'm saying Marvin. I didn't say Jordan this time. Thank you, sir. Who the fuck is Jordan? That, uh, you, you didn't watch our YouTube video, did you? That was the whole fiasco. I didn't ask. No, because you stole my gimmick on YouTube, so now I don't watch your YouTube. Oh, I borrowed. Ah. I, I do it different than you do. I don't have a snappy co-host like you do. Snappy 10-year-old with a heart of gold and a damn good personality. That's hey, right. Where's that camera? It's right in front of you. Oh, straight ahead. Oh, because I'm looking. <laughs> That's your camera. Nars doesn't know how cameras work. But yeah, so shout out to Marvin. It's uh, not a selfie cam. He'd know that. Marvin should have showed up the night before and partied with us. I know, with right? The, the drummer from Static X, yeah. Ken J, was, was there good time. rocking out. I'm going to mm. say this, though. On our YouTube channel, Jumping the Rail Podcast, uh, the interview with Marvin is, I believe, our most watched video right now. That's so, awesome. You know why, right? Because of me. Yeah. <laughs> well, Menders <laughs> no, was there, too. So. I might, oh, it might be Menders. Menders was she was somewhere yesterday. She was in Danville at the New Vision Wrestling, which is another indie that started yeah. over in Danville. Uh, we talk about that off there. Is Menders but. listening tonight, or did she just? Uh, write she us hasn't off been after in the her last uh, her last visit. Uh, Rachel says Kyler's playing ball with the neighbors. Damn. Okay, but, Rachel, I need you to do me a favor, Don. Rachel said the cameras are awesome. Yeah, uh, they're cool, aren't they? And do they work? Everybody watching, because we've been doing little tests of the cameras before we actually go to a video live. But anyways. Rachel, I need you to do me a favor, because by the time Mike gets home, he'll probably have forgotten or gotten into something else. But when you see Kyler, tell him I personally said congratulations on accepting a position with the Champagne Braves. Illinois Braves. Illinois Braves. Illinois Braves, excuse me. <laughs> well, I, they're based in Champagne, right? They're, they're called the Champagne, Champagne team, right? And so I will come games. see I I personally came to several games this year. 
I will come to many more next year, and I want him to understand that that matters to me. Is this yeah. fall ball, or is it going to no, be? So no, so fall ball is going to be right down the fucking street. Kyler is going to have fall ball down the street, but he was on a travel team last year. They had a hell of a season. He got three second-place tournament finishes and finally a championship last game. Best thing ever. Had a great season. Kyler... 100% stolen bases is on base percentage was fourth on the team. Yeah, he was fourth. At, well, I didn't or get batting. stats after, but yeah. no, his OBP was fourth out of the 10 or 11 kids. Unfortunately for Kyler was not, uh, we felt like was not going to be chosen to return, went to another tryout and smoked it. I mean, the kid yeah. literally, Rachel went to babysit the boys across the park. Kyler went up to bat. And I've never seen Kyler bat so good. She even texted me. She's like, hey, who's that kid up there batting? I was like, he's hitting uh, the snot out of the ball. All over the field, not just one spot. And I think that's yeah. what secured it is Kyler was popping him left. He hit one. It's the park right up the road here, Mark. Robeson yeah. hit one out to the wall at one point. Wow. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. And he was like, Dad, I was just feeling it today. That, that, you um, know, well, he's been busting his ass on all these videos. Well, he's busting his ass. We've, and I we've think- told him. We've told him flat out. I mean, I've seen it. Not Mike's seen it. All the rest we've seen it. Kyler gets into his head in a game situation. Yep. But mm-hmm. if you just throw baseballs, I mean, pitching machine doesn't matter. If it's just a who gives a fuck situation, he hits everything that comes near doesn't him. Doesn't miss. But in a game, I think he's genuinely concerned a little too much about screwing up that he doesn't just do what he's really good at. And I we, think he'll get there. We were in a batting cage over in Muhammad. Um, Kyler take 50 pitches, hit 48 of the 50. Just nice. kill it. I think this year now, not making the team that he wanted to be on last what, year. What a motivation. He's out for blood now. I mean, he well, literally has every day since said, Dad, I want to go outside and work. And I told Rachel, says the silver lining right here. Last year he got comfortable. They're winning. They're kicking ass. Now he's like, oh, shit. I need to be a part of that winning and kicking ass. I just sure. can't contribute here and there. I need to be the yep. guy. So, And he is the fastest fucking kid, I think, three I've point seen three, since AJ. 3.3 seconds from home to first 13 seconds around the whole damn thing nice. yeah. and he runs super weird but he is fast as <laughs> he's hell. fast I'm well aj aj when he played ball so rick was a good ball player rick was moderately fast he wasn't slow but aj who was you know at like 14 stood four foot tall was about as big around as a mic stand was like it was like the wind aided his running he was so light the wind would push him down the base pass quick as lightning he was so small he either got hit or got walked and got on base almost every time and then just kind of took the bases you haven't seen me run have you has anybody that well yeah they won't even let me in the olympics usain bolt is afraid of me oh wow oh i am hot take that's because he's afraid he might trip over your fat ass on the way to the finish line i am the fastest 280 pound person you've ever seen (laughs) in your life you know you're not supposed to run through the hurdles right (laughs) those aren't hurdles they're (laughs) barriers right so Marvin asks, what have I missed? Just got on lunch break. Uh, Marvin, you missed quite a bit. We're just mostly AEW talk. Hey, we even said nice things about you, and we thank you nice for wearing th- our shirt. I mean, yeah. really, thank you for uh, wearing that, that shirt. He caught that part. We're happy the- you kept the shirt on. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. I, I thought we were talking about Redman. Oh, yeah. Keep the shirt on, pal. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I got a little shit doing that YouTube video because I was the only one not wearing one of our shirts because Menders and Marvin both had theirs. I had the Clubhouse Lounge radio shirt on, though. Didn't we go somewhere Close together time. all together, and we all wore something and who didn't wear it? Was it me? One of you guys didn't. I had my JTR baseball jersey, which is still my favorite. I think that was me. Was it the it was Fozzie. Yeah, the Fozzie, Fozzie show, yeah. No, I wore Eddie Kingston yeah. that night. Oh, yeah. I, I had to to stick it I had to Motorhead. Jericho. I was wearing Motorhead. There you go. All right, so, Dwayne. I don't, I don't wear the for jersey For Pete's yet. sake, Dwayne. What's what you want? There's an eight-man football league, and Champagne has a team. Is Johnny Manziel on that team, Dwayne? Johnny Dickhead? Jo- yeah. 
Isn't that, what did he call Mr. Fubar or something? Johnny Football. Hey, shout out Johnny to Baker, Ma- Baker Mayfield and my new favorite team. Go yeah. Panthers. Yeah. No, no. Go Panthers almost. Unless they're playing Dallas. Right. Yeah. Unless they're playing anybody and it can help Dallas if they lose. How's sure. that? All right. All right. I think we've got long enough, Nards. Mark, Mark has done a heel turn on us. He has. So now. So, yeah. So that's kind of, that gets us into our top 10 Tuesday for this week. By the way. You're welcome. We just burned 30 minutes usefully and uselessly. <laughs> usefully is debatable. <laughs> hey, I have the tequila to prove it. That's true. So, yeah, so this week on Top 10 Tuesday, we're doing Top 10 Heel Turns. Dwayne tried to catch me today by telling me that we'd already done this. We did this on the Central Illinois Pro Wrestling Club page. I remember. Before there was a podcast. I already know number one. So some of these that we did in the past need to be updated. Okay. Just because it's been a while. And this is definitely one that needed updating. Heels. Heel. Top 10 heel turns uh, from the last 40 years. Okay. 40 plus. Hang on. I know you have a defined list, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say this. One of them, one of them was Hulk Hogan going to was NWO. I think that's the correct <laughs> bullshit, right? Where Hulk became Maybe. the heel. What, that, hang on, hang on. I'm the guy that doesn't know anything. I'm the guy that doesn't know anything. And the other one, I believe, and this is because of my limited knowledge, was... Whatever happened that Triple H, I think it was Triple H, got kicked out of that little organization a couple weeks back, a couple shows back. Yeah, and they what? pushed him out. What? He's talking about NXT. That wasn't a heel turn. He got demoted. We're talking creative. We're talking actually on the well, He was part of this group of guys, and they fucked him over. Mm. They became heels. It meant they fucked him over to me. WWE? Recently, yeah. One of the shows we watched here. No. WWE Corporate? They never fucked anybody at Triple H over. Was it in a Triple H? No. Who do- Have another drink. Mark. No. Here. Hey, here. He's yeah, trying to sure. kill more time. <laughs> no, I'm not. Literally. <laughs> Number we 10. We watched the Johnny. show here. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't Triple H, though. Who the fuck was it? I, I don't know. Was there it were people AJ, turning. probably, with Edge and Priest. Oh, yeah. maybe. No, they were. No, it was, it was when they kicked Edge out. Edge. Sorry. Edge. Yeah. My apologies okay. They look the same. Rough Edge. beard. Terrible hair. Yeah. Yeah. Edge. <laughs> That's the one. You I can't was say about. Triple H has terrible hair because he has no hair. Oh, that's true. Right. Yeah, no, it was Edge. He's got good I hair. I remember now. he was part of this organization, and then they fucked with him. And no, he didn't do a heel turn. I feel like they became a bigger heel turn. No, oh, they, I missed that they night, healed him. Yeah. They made him a babyface. Right. right. All right. So look at Dwayne. Even Dwayne knows. Kyler says thank you, Mark. All right, number ten, Mark. Greatest heel turns of all time. All right, Mark Redman with the floor. Number <laughs> number ten, Narge. You were here for this one. I was. Seth Rollins joins the Authority in 2014. I was there live, baby, second row, right Turned next on to the shield. Pat McAfee. We sat there. We were like, "What the hell?" Me and Pat. We were high five. No, we didn't do that. I mean, we took a selfie. We didn't high five. Did you dance when Nakamura? Did you came? really with Pat McAfee? Pat sat. So Pat and another gentleman, I don't remember his name from uh-huh. the Colts, sat right next to me, Rachel and Kyler. But you did actually get a selfie with him. Yeah, I've got it. Yeah. The fuck, I got to yeah, see put, that again. Put, put it on the, JTR, yeah, put man. It on our page. And, yeah. Yeah. Holy shit! But, I watch him. Uh, his weird his podcast. It's weird because what he does is he stands there, yeah. and he walks around and talks. Oh, yeah. That's what he it's, does on commentary too. But it's a, it's a totally different atmosphere yeah. than like They're most just podcasts. It's like hanging in the yeah, garage. It's, it's yeah. Him yeah. With his and buddies. him and AJ Hawk is it? AJ Hawk's on there. Aaron yeah. Rodgers calls in every they week just, for some. They just found AJ Hawk's stolen truck the other day. Nice, because that was a huge hashtag thing, and everyone was like, "What the fuck, yeah. guys?" Anyways, all right. I was there. It was awesome. Uh, Shocking. Big shock because the shield was red hot back then. Yeah, and I was I was big on the shield. I loved the shield. Was that the night after Blue Tista? It was yes. It was yeah. the night after Blue Tista because Batista quit earlier in the show, and That's that was it. Plan B was yeah. uh, Rollins. 
<laughs> but great. He had a hell of a heel run, won the title, won Money in the Bank, all that stuff. Seth might be the best damn character in WWE right you now. Know, I just love everything he does. Tanahashi is called the ace of New Japan. I would say that Rollins is probably the ace of WWE right now. I, I loved it last night when uh, old boy asked him for advice. And he said, ah, <laughs> oh, let's talk. <laughs> and you, But you know what I love is let's talk. But if you're a fan, you're like, Seth's going to try to find a way to fuck a him out of coming. this box. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Number nine, and I'm probably going to get heat for having this too low on the list. Uh, Andre the Giant joins the Heenan family, 1987, in the build-up to WrestleMania three. Man, rips the crucifix Rip off the, the shirt holster. off, rips the cross off. I'm going to challenge you about the WrestleMania. You know that? <laughs> that, that seems low. I'm, I've got an open mind, but that seems yeah. low. If, if men on a mission turning heel is higher than this, we have problems. I can say unequivocally that men on a mission is not on this list. Okay. All right. Number eight. I don't know if you, how much you remember of this one, Narge. From 2008, when Chris Jericho turned on Shawn Michaels, when they were doing the build up to the like the street fight in the ladder match. When I Mike, remember the match because I remember his gear. He had the turquoise blue pants and yeah. the, the weird beard. And yeah. I don't remember. Were they buddies or what? They were both baby faces, but Jericho had been kind of needling Michaels about not being on the up and up with Batista and retiring Flair and all that stuff. So I more remember Jericho and Christian and was it Trish or? Yeah, that was from uh, like 04. Okay, I remember that, but, but this, this one not is, as much. But this is when Jericho did the full turn. He threw Michaels into the Geratron 5000, basically. Oh, I bet this isn't the first time we'll hear about Shawn Michaels and throwing somebody into that something. Might, there might be a little more of that coming up here. But, yeah, that was a really good heel turn. That's when he started wearing the suits and talking with the big words and everything. Yeah, I remember that. But, uh, yeah, just Jericho. He's such a good reinventor. You know, he knows when things get a little stale, he knows how to shake things up. He's the greatest sports entertainer in the world. That's right. He's a wizard. He's a wizard. <laughs> You had a wizard, Chris. He's so much a wizard, he could get Ruby Soho to put her own arm into the doorway of a truck. That was... Uh, <laughs> Again, when my wife goes, why'd she put her hand in there? I know. I thought okay, so thing. if somebody who's not a smart mark like us, it's like, why the hell would you put your hand in there? Right. Like, you know, come on, Ruby, you dolt. Uh, whatever. They're better than that. And she beat Billy Starks over the weekend. Boy, they were talking about Billy Starks and Nick Wayne over the weekend. That was hot. Top two 17-year-olds put on a fucking fire match and Disco Inferno and a bunch of vets shit all over it. Disco's salty, man. He is. He he, he was shitting on intergender and this and this. And he's like, if that's the future, we're fucking that, doomed. That's a discussion that we had the last episode when you weren't here. was yeah. just talking about intergender wrestling a little bit. Man, Nick Wayne's awesome. He's got to put some weight on, though. Yeah, he's got to put some muscle on. You know what he needs to do? He needs to call up Montez Ford. Right. He's looking like a genetic freak. Main event Montez. Give it time. We didn't, we didn't talk about that. I, I think I think him and Angelo are done at SummerSlam. Uh, they had uh, Street Profits were on Corey Graves' podcast this past week. And Angelo was saying some things like he's tired of being referred to as the second fiddle or something like yeah. that. Being he's, the, he's slimmed up, though. I don't yeah, know if you he's noticed. He's also a weight, yeah. So. But, yeah, I can see that happen. I hope not. I think there needs to be a slower burn. Yeah. But, you know, it's Angelo lost it and old Montez you put it on. Right. I mean, he is. He's Jack. Oh, he's, he's got the look. Yeah, he's, so, he's got the look. He's got the rap. He's got the athleticism. He's going to be a main event guy. He's a guy that at some point, I, I don't know when. I mean, I, I, w- I wouldn't hate it down the road, and I don't want to cut us off here. 
Let him win the rumble. Let, I, that's what you need. You need a big surprise. You need somebody yeah. like holy shit. You know, it's like the story I heard. Ninety three, they wanted Scott Steiner to win the rumble and challenge Brett at Mania, yeah. but Scott wouldn't do it. He wanted to be a tag team with Rick. See, and you're talking, you're talking heel turns. Let him win. Let him win the rumble the next night. They come out. Street profits are celebrating. Yada yada. That's when Montez drops him. Yeah. Tez needs to be the heel. And he goes straight rock. Oh, you know, silk shirt, bullshit, all that. He's got that whole. He always wears the crown. Charisma and my shit. Yeah. Got the pimp cup, you know. That's it, though. That's how you do it. You let him win. They celebrate. And he's like, nah, you're the dead weight, buddy. Right. Unfortunately, then he goes the route of Janetti. He goes the route of Tucky. And, you know. Uh, All right. Uh, Number seven. And we talked about this earlier in Arge. Christian turning on Jungle Boy. Yeah, it was good. I loved so it. So good. You put it on the list, and it was great. That's why I said it needed updating, Dwayne, because I had to put Jungle Boy getting turned on on here. And I didn't see it happening early on. As time went on, I was like, okay, something, they've got to do something with yeah. Christian, right? As soon as he came out after that match was over, I knew it was going down. And what I like was the expl- I, I, this is the third time I've said it, was the explanation he gave on while doing it. A lot of these heel turns just happen, mm-hmm. and then there's no explanation. But he put it into this long-term storyline. Well, you remember he took my spot here, and then he did this, and he did that. And it's like, oh, shit, he's right. The dots. Yeah, he connected all the dots. Yeah. This is, Christian is so good at everything that he does, and he's doing the best work of, I think it was at least of the last 10 years. Yeah, right now. I like it. Oh, good. My wife is on her way. She's my ride. So, <laughs> All right, number six. And you guys are going to be shocked that I have this as low as I do. Is that a cowbell? The mega powers explode, brother. The macho man turns on Hulk Hogan, giving him what he deserves. Yeah, why would he turn on that white meat baby face? The all-American. Because uh, of the grandstanding in the hot dog and dig it. So you're saying macho was became a heel? He was a heel, yeah. Fuck that guy. He's a great he was heel. a heel. He became a baby face and then went back heel. And I love the macho king gimmick. Oh, yeah. Sherry? So, Come Sherry. on. But Sherry? Yeah. Sherry made everybody better. Oh, yeah. Uh, but we've talked about at ad- ad- nauseum. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we all agree. Hulk Hogan was the better man. That's why he's right uh, here on our. No, face. we don't That's all. It. We don't all agree on that. Actually, oh, we do now. He's a horrible human being. Poor excuse for a man. Uh, <laughs> just rotten heel. Well, yeah, I hate to say this. I've actually heard that outside of here. That a greatest lot of folks daughter in, in history of wrestling. A lot of folks in wrestling <laughs> think Hulk's a huge asshole. I mean, people from creative. Well, on it's a, a little arrogance, I think, is, is in there. There is. No, I've met that him as a fan, and he was great. Granted, I was paying for it, but <laughs> he was he awesome, was, and he was acting for it. Yeah, but he yes. he 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 done well. He fooled me, brother. Yeah, <laughs> he worked everybody. Well, I mean, I think the uh, the uh, the defamatory case or whatever that happened with him about you know the grinder or whatever he, it was. he was banging some woman and he said some words he shouldn't have said or Mrs. whatever. Mrs. The Love yeah. Sponge, right, right, Mrs. Love Bubba, Sponge. yeah. So, anyways. You know, I think that gave people a better insight into who he was as a real, like, human. And I think that really did tarnish his reputation and his image. And I think that subsequent to that, he did have to go through some changes. Had he not done so, his entire income stream and his reputation were done. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still thinking about Mrs. Love Sponge. (laughs) I'm thinking about his daughter, so you've it's met, okay. But I was going to say, you've met a couple of Mrs. Love Sponges, right? Like, well, I've met a couple of sponges. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying you weren't sponge-worthy? No, I'm saying that Sponge Marco ain't that guy. I think Sponge Marco needs to be a shirt. <laughs> Marco the Love Sponge. Marco the Love Sponge. 
If you want to see a Marco the Love Sponge, that's probably more like Marco the Love Spooge. Call, call for a, <laughs> call for a good time on the back, yeah. and put his actual phone number on it. Eight six seven five three zero nine. My name is not Jenna. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that got him. That got me. That got me. All right. Uh, halfway home here. Number five. Uh, I think this was 2017, Narge. My years get a little fuzzy sometimes. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa turning on Gargano at the end of TakeOver in Chicago. Oh, yeah. When That's they lost the... the tag titles and then just ran right into the wall. Turns them around, and yep, I loved it. It was great. And then Ciampa, it's such a good heel, especially in that NXT period. But it seems like they're finally figuring out what to do with him now on Raw. He's going to be Mrs. Heavy, I guess. Trying to use the Miz to catapult, yeah. which makes sense. But uh, but yeah, so that was a, a really good job. And I remember Chomp as a heel in Ring of Honor, and he was always really good at it. So it's it's good to me. Number four, uh, you kind of alluded to it earlier, Martin Arge. Yep. Shawn Michaels in the barbershop. I'm surprised it's number four, to be honest. That was uh, just uh, too high or too low. It, it needs to be lower. Really? I would see Sean over Janetti, number two to the the one that I think is number one. Yeah, in my opinion. Well, there's more to be. Well, we're um, only at number four, aren't we? We're only number four. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. It should be I'm two. I'm going to say that. So you probably, think it should be higher on the list, not that's lower? That's what I meant. Okay. Lower, higher. Yes. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. But just for Bobby Heenan's commentary, he's like he tried to run out the window. <laughs> he's such a coward, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so is the turn based on the individual turn, or is it based on the commentators? Mainly the individual turn, but okay. Bobby Except Heenan. in this case, Bobby Heenan said some shit. It's just so I think it's more cake. than it was. It's icing on the. Cake. I got you. No, it, I, I got mean, you. it was it was shocking though back in the day because I mean him and Marty were a team forever and right. The best part, one of the best parts was, and again is Heenan when they like shook hands at the end of the segment and he's like, I knew they're not going to split up. Then Michaels hits the, the kick to the face. <laughs> I, I knew it. he was going to do that. <laughs> Bobby Heenan was a fucking he was genius. The best. So good. The, the one thing I've learned about pro wrestling, nothing about it is predictable. <laughs> Unless, yeah, yeah. you're watching. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Uh, number three. And this one, it's kind of sentimental to me. It's the first one I really remember, like, watching as it happened. And that's when Barry Windham joined the Four Horsemen, 1988. And see, that's why it's higher for you. For me, I, the, the first I remember was Marty and Sean. So, but, but I get it. But Luger and Windham were the tag champs at the time. They had beaten Arn and Tully. They were having a rematch. And J.J. was in... J.J. Dillon, the manager of the Horsemen for Marco. Right on. Uh, J.J. was in Wyndham's ear the whole match, telling him, oh, Luger's a... He's got an ego, because Luger used to be in the Horsemen. Right. But so then eventually Wyndham gets the hot tag and nails Luger with the clothesline. And uh, Tully and Arn get the belts back, and Wyndham joins the Horsemen. Just The crowd was one of his head, I remember watching. That was Clash of the Champions, I think. I've been watching Clash. That's why I've been watching the last couple of nights. Wait, no, I fell asleep. It, but. it wasn't the Clash. It was on TV, but it, I think they showed it on Saturday night. But it led to Wyndham winning the U.S. title, led to him with Dusty at the Bash, and, you know, just, just good stuff. Wyndham was so good. I don't think there was anybody better than Wyndham in the ring yeah. in that late 80s period. And then uh, he goes on. His nephews are making waves in the WWE later on and with uh, Bray Wyatt, you know, so... But yeah, it's just that's one that I remember because it really made me mad. I, I'm a horseman guy, but I was a Luger guy back then. Like I was, this was April of '88. I was six years old, so Luger he looked like he looked like a big muscly guy. I thought he was I awesome. I just want to say fuck you. <laughs> and 
And then, yeah, so then when Wyndham turned on Luger, I was, well, I was a little pissed off. I was like, oh, crap, he turned on Luger. But <laughs> in hindsight, <laughs> it makes sense. Right. Yep, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, so that's that's it for me. Number two, and I'm going to, I'd like to back up my chair a little bit, but the mic won't go with me. Back that ass up. Don't say what I think you're going to say. There he goes. Hang on. There he goes. Lean in, lean in, lean in. Say it, say it, Come say on, it. Come on, we're running uh, out of time. <laughs> say it. All right. As we discussed earlier, Hulk Hogan what? joining the NWO. What? <laughs> hey, guys, I want. I just want to point out that. just went to hell in I just, I just want to point out that I, the guy knows nothing, that was actually one of the people, things I mentioned. I was like, that's fucking, I remember that. Yeah, but that should be number one. That's the, everybody remembers that. I, I, I do not disagree with you if at all, Narge. That's literally what I would have said, except I don't have a frame of reference other than yeah. I know Hulk Hogan. I'd be very, I, if, if, my, my, if my number here. one wasn't there, that would be my number one. I'm racking my brain. But when did John Cena do a heel turn? Never. <laughs> well, then fuck that. You don't have a number one. You just heard your number one. Better You're not backwards. Be, it better not be Steve Austin shaking Vince's hand. No, oh, I hated that, that one. On the list. That was yeah. awful. I did not like all that. All right, all right. So Hulk Hogan but, joining NWO, I mean, going yeah, heel, whatever. Huge, yeah, great. Huge shock, you know, obviously. Yeah. All right. Uh, Change the landscape of wrestling, all that stuff. Set up the attitude era, the whole nine. I want to hear number one. I I do have one for the list when we're done. You know, I always got one. I'm 100% sure that's not my number one. All right, hang on, everybody. Hang on, hang on. Dwayne has answered Uh your, and he said, that should be number one. So hang on, Matt. Well, you're not making the list, Dwayne. So hang on, Matt, Dwayne. And we're going to wait, so it might be some dead air. One of you guys do some of that fucking uh, do-do-do-do music. Dwayne, now, obviously, it's not number one, according to Mark. So... What would you guess his number one is if that wasn't it? If Dwayne can guess what my number one is, I will buy him a shirt off of Pro Wrestling Tees. Oh, that's awesome. His choice. Dwayne, this is your chance. We're watching the feed for you. Ignore the dead air. Now, Mark, you know, <laughs> sing us a song or something. I don't know. But I got to see this because I want to know what Dwayne thinks Mark's number one is if it's not the one that me and Narge agree on. Narge agrees on because he knows the shit. I agree because it's only one of the Nar- two I know about. Narge agrees on it because he's a Hulk Hogan mark. It, it literally <laughs> set up the biggest period of pro wrestling ever. It Agreed. Was the, it kick-started the whole damn thing. So. I believe when it started, wasn't it shortly thereafter? And I, Guys, I don't know, but I think that was when the Stone Cold, Austin, The mm-hmm. Rock, and then Cena. I think those a, errors all came in. about a year before. Right after that, right. So I'm saying so it, was, it, it happened. And all those guys also rose. Hulk Hogan was like an anchor and as a heel. Or an albatross. I don't know. I think he was an anchor <laughs> to the entire thing. So you could bring in a bunch of new guys who could be good guys while he was being the asshole. I'll say this. And uh, and I kind of got a hole in your thing because all they brought in as baby faces was Piper and Sting and Luger, all the veterans. I don't, but, I don't necessarily mean as baby face. I'm saying that. Because he, he went said as good guys. No, no, no. I'm saying, okay, they brought they by pushing Hulk to the bad guy side and like the way they did it, they created an opening for a lot okay. of other people to get some popularity. I know what let's you're be saying. honest. While some people only like the heels, most people like some of they agree with. Okay, I see what you're saying there. But yeah, because when Hogan went heel, then you know Sting started doing his thing. Then they brought Flair over to be a baby right. face, and right. So I think we're able to shake things up with that. And by the way, guys, Dwayne doesn't have a fucking clue about this at all. Oh, he just I, said so. I no, just, no, no. Let me phrase it right. He has a clue. He doesn't have a clue who else should be number one if it wasn't what we just discussed. So you're I'm, about to surprise Dwayne. I'm, I'm gonna get so much shit for this, but 
it's uh can i say mine that i think yeah all yeah, right so it's not on the list maybe it's number one hang on hang on i need i'll a be drink. shocked if i guess it but paul bearer turning on the undertaker that is not on there but that was a good one though so that's kinda, all i got and that's another one kind of shocked me when it happened because yeah. you wouldn't expect paul bearer to turn on the undertaker no but, not after everything that had happened between him and mankind oh, up to that yeah, point yeah, so all right, number one. So we I think it's the news that Vince McMahon paid $12 million to some bitches because he had sex with hey, them. Dale, I don't canceled. know. <laughs> it's it's totally, by the way, sarcastic joke, guys. He paid $12 million because he got his dick wet with women that weren't his wife. And I think that's a pretty bad heel turn. I hope my son's not listening to this. He's, gonna be like, he's not. He's playing baseball. Oh. That, wasn't a he- that was a CEO turn. That wasn't a heel turn. A CEO. Oh, by the way, CEOs. They tend heels. to be heels. Oh, yeah. Oh, I agree. All right. Go ahead. All right. What's no, your number one, right? So number oh, one. That's the best I can do. <laughs> as soon as I say what territory it is, I'm going to get the biggest side eye from Wait, Territory? Georgia Championship Wrestling, 1980. What? 1980. Okay. And I put this at number Wait, one. GCW? Not the same GCW. Well, then why'd you say that? I said Georgia Championship Wrestling. <laughs> but. I put this because it was, I think, the best done heel turn because it was literally a year and a half long. Just it was a, the slowest of slow burns. Get to the point here, Robin. I'm trying to build suspense. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait! You that's not a no. Look, look. That's not a heel turn. Lead. What do they, what do they call that? A well, heel the, turn is like, well, look, no, we're the, going this way. We do this way, right? That's a turn, the, correct? The that's a turn, right? This is well, more no. of a heel no, no, lane no, 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 change. No, no, no. What Hang you're on. saying? No, no, no. The heel turn happened. Then there was the promo afterwards where he tied everything together. But you said it took a year and a half. That is a lane change. That's not a turn. No, the heel turn was a year and a half long build. And I'm going to put the, the YouTube build video to of the this. Turn. All right, come so on. So it was like merging onto the interstate. Put, it still wasn't a turn. I'm going to put the video of this on our Facebook page after the show's over. But And if you guys disagree, please fucking let him know. All right. So the perpetrator of this dastardly heel turn was The Rock. Don Morocco. Okay, I'm now listening. Ole now Anderson. I'm listening. Oh. The Rock Ole Anderson in Georgia. The what? What? The what? The Rock. The Rock what? Ole Anderson. That's not The Rock. It is The Rock. It's the original Rock. Mark's trying to be controversial. Listen here, mister. The man's real name is Alan Rogowski. They called him The Rock before he was... Listen, Linda. What? (laughs) Call me Linda. All right, so who'd he turn on? Let's go, Redman. You're dragging this out. (laughs) I'm building the suspense. Uh, No, so basically he... uh, Basically, did a slow burn and turned on Dusty Roads in Georgia. Oh, this is a Dusty Roads thing. No, this is. See, this is. This is slanted, but one sided bullshit. That's all it is. That's all it is. What, what that's like his belief that Macho Man Fuck was better than Dusty Hulk. Rhodes. Fuck that guy. I believe in facts. Sir. I believed it. Fuck but this Dusty was so. Rhodes. This was so well done. Though Oli basically started teaming up with all of Dusty's friends to try to get Dusty to trust him. He didn't have no friends. Nobody yeah. liked Dusty Rhodes. We had Thunderbolt Patterson, Tommy Rich, guys like that. So tell me somebody who wasn't jobbing out to everybody else. Well, they were. I think they were attacking. I but, don't you mean uh, Dusty, don't tell uh, me somebody that wasn't on his payroll. But, right. but Thunderbolt and Oli wanted to be in tag <laughs> champs for a bit there. And then eventually it got to a cage match where Oli basically had been feuding with his brother Gene during this wow. teaming with Dusty. And then the heel turn came in a cage. Perfect. I'm putting my shoes on. The Put lead. your shoes this on. This is the biggest bullshit. And then, ever, <laughs> yeah, so then Oli just wiped out Dusty in the cage and then cut a I don't know what just happened, Oli. but Narge is pissed as fuck. He's about to throw something across the fucking room. At least and, he put his shoes on instead of throwing them at me. And now o- That's o- better. Oli, Oli is a black eye on pro wrestling. Nobody wants to talk about him. He's not a black eye. He's a salty old motherfucker. Well. He's very grumpy. Yeah, it's going to be me. We All keep right. listening to these 
trumped you kind of, up. You kind of look like Oli. <laughs> you kind of look like Oli with the with the beard. With the beard. And the, yeah. All right, guys, let's go to Kumbaya for a minute. All right. Okay. All right. I believe at the top of the or somewhere near the top of the way. You know what we uh, should say. Our number one listener. Our number one listener. What? What? I say you know what we should sing instead of Kumbaya. We should sing Real American. Uh, can't afford the rights. Uh, okay. Is that the Hulk Hogan song? Yeah. Brick okay. Derringer. All right. That's please it. continue, yeah, yeah. Marco. But I do believe one of our, our our number one listener, one of our favorite people, Dwayne, lost a relative. And we talked about that at the top of the show tonight. Yeah. And as long as this board is working, I think we should give him the honor. Uh, before you do, and I agree, but I'm gonna, right. he did put a comment here on the list. I want to call him out. No Freebirds and Von Erichs. I could have very easily put the Michael Hayes appeal turn on Kerry Von Erich on there. So I'm just going to leave it at that. That was a great one. There we go. So Dwayne, we're gonna we're gonna do this for your cousin, cousin Forrest, Forrest. And if it doesn't work, I apologize. We had some major studio problems today, but this is for you, brother.